0: Hello and welcome to episode 275 of The Crate and Crowbar. It is the 14th of March, 2019. My name is Chris Thurston and tonight I'm joined by the unblinking Alex Wiltshire. Hey guys, hi. And the phone shuffling Tom Francis. Hello. Hi. Hi. Mm. Hello. Mm. Sorry we missed a week. We were all very tired. <laughs> just sleeping so we didn't in,
1: in a pile
0: but uh we return uh now to you in this the hour of takes um to basically talk about what we would have been talking about last time anyway uh inevitably a far cry but we'll get to that <laughs> <laughs> and before we get to that we should talk about some news there has been quite a bit of news but we're gonna we're gonna zoom in on uh the sudden appearance uh, of dwarf fortress on Steam. Yeah. And other platforms, I think Itch as well.
2: It's weird because, um, yeah, also Itch, but it's not out on either of them yet. And it's, oh. it's, um, it's date is listed as time is relative, which is like a fun joke on how long it's taken. But then it's not like Dwarf Fortress is not unreleased and it's never going to be finished. Like they've said, it's just yeah. an ongoing thing. There is no release date. So it's weird because the, 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 uh, availability field in Steam, seems to be sort of talking as if it will be out on Steam when it's done, but that's not obviously uh, Ever. the case. Yeah. <laughs> and in fact, they even advertise that as like, this is an ongoing thing forever. Um, well,
1: apparently the, there's quite a of So I guess they, stuff. they're just
2: talking about like the differences it's, in the Steam version.
1: Yeah, there's quite a lot of stuff in this one. There's a tile set. I think the obvious sort of, because the, the promotional pictures on Steam are all about the graphics. <laughs> and um, obviously tile sets have existed in Jaws or but apparently there's loads of new sound and compatibility stuff going on they've
2: modernized it to the 90s
1: (laughs) (laughs) zoomed into windows 3.1 yeah
2: the style i I really like the style actually like Mm. it's it's super i don't know it's it's not um like a trendy style it's not it's neither pixel art nor is it um (laughs) sort of super stylized like very art directed stuff Mm. it feels more like what you did see in the windows i remember like a, a lucasarts it was like a, oh, a Star uh, Yoda's, Yoda's adventure. Yoda's.
1: Yes. <laughs> Those like little adventure games,
2: yeah. It it was, like, Yoda's of that. tales, or something yeah. That's like right. that. Right? I, yeah. I haven't seen it in a million years, so I can't say for sure. It
0: looks like all. a. It looks like a game your teachers would forget to remove from the school computer.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, and it's like the fact that the 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 dwarves obviously are kind of like flicking from from grid location to so a grid. Like, yeah, there's yeah. no smooth kind of yeah. walking between things. It's all. I wonder so if that
2: is like that's it's gonna it'll get me playing it. And I've, I've fired up Draw Fortress before and I've you know, given it a go a couple of times, but I never got anywhere at all. Okay. Um
1: Well, good. you can look forward to that all over again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's very likely.
2: Um, but it's like the barrier, the translating the ASCII characters into stuff, into things in my head was too much work for me to also get over the hump of also pressing every key on the keyboard and figuring out how the hell the actual mechanics work. And like, it's harsh in every direction all at once. And now – and I knew there were graphics, there were tilesets, and I was always kind of thinking, oh, yeah, someday I should like hunt down, try try and find out what the best one supposedly is, and then download it and check that it works and all this stuff. And developers just coming in and saying, no, this is the one, this is the right one. (laughs) That solves it for me. It's like, okay, I will play that when when it's ready. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's funny, because I've I've been following Dwarf Fortress a fair bit over the last couple of months, and I don't know, nothing – I just was – I'd always always meant to play it properly, and then I understood – a few years ago, when Rimworld uh, first went into early access, mm. I played that and then realized, oh hang on, this is, this is how Dwarf Fortress is meant to work, isn't it? Like those paradigms of, of, of marking places that mm. your autonomous little fellas are going to go out and do stuff in. Um, so sort of this non-indirect kind of play that it, 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 it's, it's based on, um, suddenly actually made sense. So, and I finally got around to actually playing Dwarf Fortress, and I have been for the last couple of months. And um, I actually found it a lot more, like a lot more friendly than I ever expected it to. <laughs> actually, um, but only because Rimworld taught me how how to think right. about it. Mm. So that would probably be the best tutorial, honestly, it's the best tutorial. <laughs> um, but um, I've been sort of following the news around the game, and you know. All this time, every, is it every week or is it two weeks? Um, there's like a, a an update comes out of the Tarn and Tom Williams and Tom Williams, Tom Tom Adams. Adams, that's it. Yeah. Um, where, comes out of him, the <laughs> update. <laughs> <laughs> you can't <laughs> help it. Issues. <laughs>
2: Might as well release it now. It's <laughs> yeah.
1: But like most of his focus right now is, is on the kind of like the world building aspects where Mm. you know the sort of the stories that the game develops in the background that often you can only ever see through looking at the history of the world of which like it's quite difficult to actually let's see. You can't see it within yeah. your game. You've got to go into your it's save like, with another tool or you inscribed
2: on this coin is the story of a time a cat lost its eyelid because it trod on a earwig or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> and like he's like, he's into crime at the moment, like sort of like <laughs> goblin crime and sort of thing going on. I'm really into that so she <laughs> necromancer <laughs> crime. Uh, and like, so it's interesting that sort of. At the same time, quietly, like this sort of, this push to the, probably the most populist move it's ever had. Yeah, I was wondering if um, it's actually, been happening.
2: I noticed it's published by Kit Fox. Do you know, are they like, are they the ones sort of doing it? Are they, are they the ones actually kind of adapting
1: I, it? I know that Tanya, Tanya X. Short, who is who is Kit Fox, or is at least the founder, I yeah, think, um, she's, she's been the person bringing together the team that's actually put right. it together. So I don't it seemed, think... That, that kind of made sense to that. me
2: in that this... uh the fact that they'd never done uh a tile set for it or commissioned a tile set for it didn't seem like um seemed like they didn't want to basically like they, they had said something in an interview that gave me the impression that they just weren't interested in going that direction and so it makes sense that like an outside party came in and yeah. said look fucking RimWorld is massive on steam prison architect is fucking massive on steam and they're all riffing off what you're doing and let us just handle it for you and Um, I can see that being a lot more appealing to them than than doing it themselves.
1: And the person, the people doing the, um, the tile set are like massive tile set community members. Like they are the Mm -hmm. makers of the key, the key tile sets. And Meth in particular is like still putting out, you know, the, the, the user, you know, user made stuff at the Mm -hmm. moment. Like he's probably the most active person.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's right. I I agree with Tom though that like I think the the, sort of double barrier to entry of Draw Fortress is like, if you want it to be easier here's the additional layer of modding you need to do which is sort of (laughs) like you know is only easier if you already know how like how to mod something or you know there's a lot of barriers to entry stuff there just from a basic position that you don't have
1: to mod it like weirdly like it's it's about like honestly I think that a lot of that stuff is is a bit of a is a smokescreen like yes there are some things that kind of make actually quite hardcore aspects of the game easier like management of jobs and things but actually the biggest the most important thing for you to do is is just to, is for anyone new to it is to understand the paradigms and that's in RimWorld. world like and and actually a lot of the mod stuff is for the in-depth complicated right. forms yeah. of play
0: i'm just talking about being able to see and control right like that's a you know being able to pass what's going on relatively easily yeah. so that you can get to that point is the is the thing that's not necessarily it's yeah, just good guess- to have an out of the box solution for that Like in the ASCII version, you're moving around like an
2: ASCII. I mean, you're sort of moving a cursor that's on an ASCII grid, right? It's not, you're not pointing it smoothly. You
1: can, you can, you can 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 use my mouse with it and point at stuff.
2: Yeah. But I mean, like, is it moving the cursor one tile at a time?
1: No, well, on the mouse, on the mouse, no, but, but, but yeah, if you're, if you're using keyboard, it's probably actually the easiest way of using it it is like but i i don't know how much easy it can be because the whole thing about it is that you're in this 3d world mm. um but because it's really hard to see things when when it's enclosed in a mountain and it's multiple levels you know it's it the 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 ascii approach is to give you just a slice of the world and you can move up and down the slices or the layers of the world mm. as a result like it works in Minecraft because it's first person and you're playing the game from the perspective of someone in the world. And, but this is uh, a management game where you're meant to have omniscient awareness. And I don't know how much easier it can be. Like there are all these, there are, there is a big mod that allow that gives you an an, uh, an isometric graphical view of your world. Mm. But how do you tell it tell the computer? what's bit of the world that you, you know oh actually now i want to see through the wall like into this bit but not that bit because that would include this and it's weird i'd the very kind of nature of door fortress i think sort of resists or, <laughs> or, you know, you, it's something that you just have to kind of throw yourself at to kind of and then spend time in the world so you just actually get a just a mental map of your space and oh i know that's above me and therefore i need to zoom the the layer up a bit you know it's Mm. weird yeah
0: it's i think by everything i said alex i definitely will have no idea what (laughs) (laughs) good to know but you like
1: making like seeing little gnome dwarves making coins with cat's faces on them i'd love
0: i'd love that i'd love every part of that but, like, I've always perceived, I've always had the same experience with Dwarf Fortress that I've had with um, games like Crusader Kings, where I, wow, sounds, oh, no, it's like the entire, <laughs> like, the arc happens quickly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly.
1: yeah, Crusader Kings is the perfect, oh, that is the exact, that is the exact kind of,
0: um, you know, um, I, I have no doubt I will um, hear stories from my friends on this podcast about amazing things that happened in the Dwarf Fortress and remain uh, probably unable I don't know maybe I'm not unable that's the thing for me being able to see, look at a sprite and go that's a cat makes a big difference to how quickly my brain can grasp what's going on versus that's a a moving sea you know what I mean <laughs> it's funny that one of the
2: sort of least readable and accessible visually games uh, led to one of the most visually sumptuous like player stories that we uh, published in PCG which is mm. the bronze murdered stuff uh, yeah right beautifully illustrated does anyone remember the guy's name? No, I know the story of him. Yeah, uh did some wonderful Dwarf Fortress stories and illustrated them um, himself. He did some online as well. I think we found him there and then commissioned him to.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, I've always been, by the way, by the stories he generates. It's simply that anything anything that could be done to um, let me in to Ooh. the Dwarf Fortress, <laughs> um, I would appreciate it's a fortress. But man. as you say, Alex, perhaps that's impossible.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, I- <laughs> We'll just chain you to a computer. You and have take persuaded it me. It.
2: You have persuaded me to play Rimworld sooner.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I some there's so much. I mean, I, I don't know. I couldn't tell you right now. Like, unless you want to make the incredible things that are possible in um, in 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 Tor Fortress, the machines and the kind of reactive kind of fortresses and trap systems and you know invent ways of getting resources from one place to another and you know this incredibly rich stuff you know all within this kind of massive world of with legends kind of uh, written into the very earth you know Mm. a lot of this stuff requires a sort of utter dedication to even appreciate to learn and then appreciate um Rimworld does all of the story stuff you know much more immediately Mm. and as much as I you know, you know, I like I like Rimworld, but the more I've played of Dwarf Fortresses, I've realised just how much Rimworld is Dwarf Fortress. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh and you know, you you can get the story stuff from it. Mm.
0: So you're not. I'm trying to gauge. I'm trying to gauge, Alexis. So you're not bothered about this version of it. You'll be putting along with.
1: It's not. I don't think it'll make any meaningful changes to what the game already is. Right. Like you know, you can make the you can equip the current version with a tile set that looks you know pretty much as good, made by the same people, right? Um, yeah. And it will not be like mechanically, it'll be the same game um, because because mm. the Adams haven't made anything else, you know, they haven't made a second version of the game. Like, I'd, well, I would assume it'll have some nice sounds, but then yeah <laughs> <laughs> I know what a cat sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> But no but it's cool that it's happening and I'll be mm. I'm fascinated to see how well it does. Yeah, I think
0: that'd be really interesting to see. it will be really interesting
1: to see if it um
0: I saw someone sort of mention that maybe making it maybe it was you, Alex, making it more visually interesting might be of uh value to them streamers and YouTubers. Yeah. And that's often the key for a game like this getting Yeah. Uh, you know, and it'd be it'd be really it'd be it'd be strange, sort of like a decade or even more after it was the sort of the darling of Diary features in a completely different form of games media for them to explode <laughs> as like yeah. the, you know, yeah. the streamer game of the moment. But I guess Dwarf Fortress kind of deserves it because it's always just been there being itself.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Cool. Well, I'm glad that is happening at some point, maybe never.
1: But you might um, though. It's, it's strange that there isn't a day for it. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. I when, as soon as I saw the news, I got the impression it dropped straight away. Like I was in like, like yeah. surprise because it was that kind of announcement. So the fact is like this might happen.
2: Yeah, they're pushing me to a wishlist it, which is what we're all doing, us <laughs> developers, you I've noticed. Um and I, so I guess it, it might be actually like a long way off, and they just, as soon as they had the idea, they're just like, fuck it, <laughs> Steam page immediately. That would, that's my advice to developers anyway, <laughs> at this point. Right. Yeah, great. Yeah, cause you
1: it. had some news, didn't you, Tom? Hmm.
2: Oh yeah, there was this game that was announced, it yeah. <laughs> looks really cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, we showed, uh, the first video of Tactical Breach Wizards two days ago, Um which is something I've been working towards for a long time. I wanted to get it out for, before GDC for no real reason. Like, <laughs> There's the potential of showing it before GDC, then press or it might be interested at GDC. And that has actually happened to some extent, Uh but mostly it was an arbitrary deadline because I wanted to force us to, well, I wanted to mostly force myself to uh focus on what it needed to get to the point where we could decide, like, mm. is this the game or are we going to totally rethink it? Because um, I'd rethought it a lot of times by that point and um i changed my mind even in the last like couple of months it was going from like actually maybe we're not so much working towards making a video and a steam store page just making a version of the game that will be a proof of concept and if it works it works and if it doesn't then we rethink and then uh, as i as we got closer to that and as um uh the art came in and i started to add sounds and uh, john did animations and stuff uh suddenly started to feel really good and uh Became like okay, this actually is something we can make a video of and put up a Steam store page. The whole thing, like I say, you want to get your Steam store page up as early as possible so people can wishlist it because wishlists are important. But I didn't want to do that before we were sure of what the game was, mm. and we just hit this point where we're like okay, this this format definitely works, and we can definitely make a good game out of this. So uh, let's stop fucking around reinventing it <laughs> over and over again, <laughs> and we can show this and be fairly confident that it's not gonna. It is going to change a lot, but it's not going to. Probably not going to switch to like simultaneous execution or real time or not good based or you know change genres
1: mm. really nice UI thanks is that
2: <laughs> i can 't tell because <laughs> some of the UI is really nice like the the floor tiles yeah, John's yeah. done like re- oh, yeah, yeah that was actually a big um, that we had placeholder well, actually we just had like plain colors before that, and then putting those in like really changed the the feel of the
1: whole thing because they, they, so they are like a grid as well he's, he's really, but they don't have that sort of oh yeah sorry yeah, I meant um,
2: yeah I'm talking about when you like uh, when an attack is targeting some tiles and we highlight oh, those tiles the yeah. the um sort of glowing sprites for that suddenly like it's interface but it looks good so you don't mind it being on screen usually I hate interface and I'm like trying to get rid of it all but this is actually kind of looks nice yeah it's
0: great congratulations on the reaction seems to have, yeah. yeah it's going down well and also on having uh having a franchise now <laughs>
3: yeah to,
2: this actually uh because i was saying to you guys like I, I noticed some other game i had a franchise link um on their pe- on their page and it was kind of to me it seemed like a bit of a bullshit franchise like i just kind of um it was just like that game and like one other or something um <laughs> And but the the banner that they puts on your Steam Store page is amazing. And theirs was like theirs is way better than the one I ended up making, but um uh theirs is like a gif and it's like action that happens to fit really well on a really wide, um, short banner. Um and that's way better than like, you know, everyone has a developer page, but that's just linked by some shitty little text that no one ever clicks on. And uh so I was joking to you like, man, how do I get one of those? Like, do I have to call my thing a franchise? Cause I'm not sure that like, there's some prices I can never pay. And then I look at the button again like,
1: hmm. <laughs> I mean, there are already, themes. There are definitely, definitely shared You identified the theme.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah I had, uh, I, for a long time, I've been thinking if tactical breaches came together and if it did indeed involve throwing people through windows and if it, you know, when we finish it, maybe we do like, um, all three games in a box and call it the Defenestration Trilogy. And that's, so I had that name in the, in the back of my head and then thought, this franchise thing is really cool. Maybe <laughs> we just do it now.
0: Is it, have you actually specified that it's a trilogy? Uh, it does say that. Yeah. And they, in, the, in the head so out. you can't yeah, make another game. Unless
1: you do a, 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 a uh, uh, guys. Yeah. Yeah, the yeah.
2: The inaccurate names. I'll just, honestly, if I want to make a fourth game, I'll just change it to the. The series, <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't think that will cause any problems.
1: I'm I'm looking forward to the mo- like the, the the date that it goes up on the on your wiki. Presumably you have a wiki page. I haven't even. I should look. Have you got a wiki page, Wikipedia page? What do you mean the date? Well, like there'll be um, it'll become like part of your legend, like. Tom, uh, <laughs> Tom Francis is the author of the Defenestration th- Trilogy <laughs> which which contains the is- and then the Defenestration Trilogy will have its own page <laughs> <and> like <laughs> that is what you are now.
0: Yeah. I mean also I yeah. like the fact that you just um, when As I, opposed
1: when, to just wanting a banner. When I said
0: you can't make a fourth game, you said you didn't say. Well, a fourth game wouldn't necessarily involve throwing people through windows. You said I would just change it to series. defenestration cart.
2: <laughs> Hi, we, you, de- de- stuck. Someone actually, sorry, I can't remember whose idea this was, but someone said if they release more, it'll have to be the defenestration cinematic universe. <laughs> <laughs> You have to get a .com.
0: Yeah, you could. Um, you know, you might It'd be
2: a .cool. Please. <laughs> We've got noir.cool, spaceships.cool, and wizards.cool. .cool. So.
1: dot cool. <laughs> Shit. Uh, that is the. Don't moist. release this
0: episode until
2: I've had
1: a chance to answer that. <laughs> All
0: right, might go tonight. So. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Windows <not> cool. <laughs> Oh, Windows please
2: dot, can, please, cool. get that, please
3: get
0: that URL. <laughs> I think you need to get windowsnot.cool now as well. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that is probably available. Yeah. <laughs> Let's face it. <laughs> yeah, Tim Cook's got that one. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, good. Um, so, Tom, what have you been playing, if you've, if you've had time to um, do playing?
2: I'm playing one thing we've all been playing, but perhaps before that I'll just mention Far Cry again, because mm. you said I would. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, um, I dropped in there. But. Uh, i last time i, I talked about it i was doing the outposts and the outposts in this one Far Cry new dawn um they after you complete them you can play a harder version of them and i was saying i just tried like the level three and i was finding it kind of a pain in the ass i kind of made my piece of it now i've done most of them to level three and uh the issue i was having was like uh there's often dogs in the outposts and they can smell that your dog is evil or good or whatever however <laughs> yeah, you want to pitch that morality um <laughs> and that means you can't use a dog to auto tag everyone so tagging is just a much longer slower process and the highest level enemies can't be tagged um but then i made a rule for myself that actually i'm not trying to do this undetected to do level three i'm just trying to do it and preferably do it without setting off alarms because one of the things that's weird about their system is if you're going for undetected you don't have to worry about alarms at all because they just don't come into it unless you're detected um and now this is making me engage with the alarm system, which I haven't done before. And so I've done like each of the other outputs twice already. And, but the third time, it's all about getting to all four alarms or all five alarms and disabling those. And then once they're disabled, it's just like, send in the boar. <laughs> because <laughs> the boar is another pet you have. And one of its perks as you level it up is that it can resurrect itself.
1: <laughs> so oh, yeah. That's, you you that's... don't have to revive
2: it. It can revive you if you go down and you don't have to revive it. What does it, so do to, it just?
1: What does it do to revive
2: you? oh it's, it's an interesting animation yeah snuffling is a good word for it <laughs> um it will frequently often when i die i'm on fire and so is everything else <laughs> and so you'll see it like run up to me get to the fire and then be like mm, maybe not and run off again <laughs> and you have to like keep holding this button to hold on to life while he goes and like kills everybody in the world then comes back when it when the fire is no longer there <laughs>
1: brings a little kind of watering can gets of
2: <laughs> oh my god that would be adorable <laughs> There is, I did, must have made a laughed out loud at um one of their uh related barks to the boar, which is, you'll just send them into, because you can direct your buddies, including the boar, so you can give the boar a specific real space location to go to, and uh <laughs> you'll go there and, and deal with everyone. So I'll, like, put that marker inside a house or something, and then just listen to him goring everybody, and I just heard one of the guards yell, but I'm a vegetarian! <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, like, it's quite fun just to... If taking out the alarms is difficult and a whole new stealth challenge. And also, usually, I can't um, use a dog. And the the four <laughs> those boss enemies that you can't tag. That King means Knocking is
1: rolling in his grave.
2: <laughs> there's more uncertainty. Knocking isn't dead, Alex. <laughs> Unless a grenade has rolled down a hill recently.
0: But we don't know <laughs> <that>. <laughs> Sorry, something you were saying. Sorry. <laughs>
2: um uh so yeah it's a new stealth challenge and so that's kind of fun and then you get kind of like it's kind of just cathartic to not have to worry about stealth for a little mm. bit mm. just at the end like once you've done the hard stealth part like all right fuck it bring in the boar oh <laughs> while they're all focusing on the boar i snipe them from behind with a, <laughs> the bow and arrow i have a glowing bow and arrow now like a, mm. it's almost like it's from tron um which i think is a blood dragon tie-in but um mm. i didn't play that uh or i only played the tutorial which was a t- parody of how bad tutorials are and in doing so it was the worst <laughs> tutorial i've ever played and so i never got through it <laughs> um but yeah it's fun and also uh i didn't mention the excursions which i thought like i'd heard about this and it was like they fly you out to some special occasion did i talk about this no um and i thought it was gonna be a story thing because i thought oh, the reason you'd want a big set piece in some special occasion is for story reasons but actually it's the opposite it's it's like replayable semi-randomized missions and hmm. the first one I did was like kind of like an enclosed area. Like first one I did was a huge ship um huh. like a battleship in a dock and you start on land and then you you figure out how you you scout it out and figure out how you want to board the ship there's loads of hmm. different ways how you can you go to board the ship. <laughs> <laughs> Actually yeah it's it's you can't I usually don't have companions with me but I'm not sure if that's a, a strict rule or if you can bring them but um the cool thing about it is you're just trying to get to a package and that's all you got to do. Or once you got the package you then got to escape. Um, but the cool thing about that is it's a big complex level and you don't have to take it all out. You're not, it's not a linear design thing where you're going to be sent past every enemy. And so you have this weird and really fun thing of like just skipping most of the level. You just, if you can see a way to get to the package and not do like 80% of the, of the level, you just do that. And that feels great. And you don't get to do it at outposts. Do you not feel the guilt though? Well, you, it's replayable. So you like, like the outposts, after you do difficulty one, difficulty two is mm. unlocked and then you right. go back and you, and the package will be in a different location and, um, the extraction point will be in a different location. Oh, enough, yeah. Um, and also just, just for a change, it's really nice just to, just to focus on the, the actual objective. That's kind of a rare thing in games. You mm. rarely actually get to, it's, it's rarely literally true that if you can just do the objective and get out, then the game will let you and,
0: and reward you. It's an MMO-ish thing, if I remember right. Like MMOs often had a kind of slightly wonky, you know what I mean? Like you might have the thing you have to scan or pick up or whatever yeah. in the center of the camp. But if other players have just blitzed through and killed everything, then <laughs> sometimes <laughs> you yeah, just walk yeah. up. Yeah, And,
2: and this being a, a good stealth game, it's um it's fun to figure out ways to do that. Um and one of them is a huge bridge. Um uh, actually two really wide bridges that like people are living on. It's kind of like a shanty town on the bridge, and you're trying to get across the bridge to where the package is on the other side. And, um, that's really like visually striking level and and very cool to play because you can either go on top of the bridge or in like the scaffolding of the bridge, or you can get underneath it and then grapple onto the underside of the bridge and then do like Tarzan swings between the bridges, um, where you like you swing on your grapple and you let go of your grapple and throw it at the next bridge to, uh, to swing across. And I had an idea about that, that on my second time through decided to try and it took me a lot of attempts, but I did get it to work, which is from the side that you start on, you just find the highest point and jump off and then wingsuit and fly under the bridges. <laughs> and then while you're flying under, you have to turn off your wingsuit because the grapple control doesn't work while you have <laughs> the wingsuit out. So you have to like in midair, put your wingsuit away, then look at the grapple point while you're close enough to it and then throw the rope. And Ooh. it takes like a second to throw the rope as well. So there's a moment of like, oh, did it work? Did it work? Yes. <laughs> and then s- swing from underneath This like is a controller
3: yeah
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah probably could have made it easier for myself I use the mouse
0: <laughs> yeah sounds right though I actually almost went to pick up Primal because I feel like I'd, I've fallen behind on Far Cry games that Tom raves about I need <laughs> to find that for some reason it's four pounds more expensive than New Dawn yeah wow yeah. Which is real weird. So I just backed out the whole thing and thought, I'm for a Steam sale, basically. <laughs> it yeah. is at least £4 better, but... <laughs> mm, but that's like, but it's like still 44 quid or something, which yeah, is really... Yeah, 44 quid? Yeah. Christy. I'm sure, I'm
2: sure in the next Steam sale... Yeah, it was a weird one. I guess, I guess they're, they're both the same kind of, you know, semi-expansion sort of... Yeah, exactly. That? But I
0: assume they're sort of equivalent to each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, new Far Cry game made within the map of, the last one kind of thing there was also a headline about
2: new dawn sold something like a third of, of primal's physical sales hmm. in its first weekend but then with those stories i never know like well how much did physical sales in general decline since then because
0: yeah. <laughs> surely there and what yeah. else was out that weekend yeah, those and
1: headlines and, are yeah. just <laughs> <laughs> there has yeah. been a number a <laughs> number number has alert my no act has summoned <laughs> yeah. to the vatican following <laughs> a further number alert to say something
2: already provably untrue
0: <laughs> it's a letter <laughs> <laughs> alex you've been playing uh the game that I keep accidentally calling hyperlight drifter but
1: <laughs> yeah i 've been calling it um hypnospace cowboy but it 's actually hidden <laughs> space outlaw mm. uh, which is cool, which is nice do you know about it, you two? Is yes.
2: it like a a fictional yeah. retro internet yeah
1: it 's like it 's set in one thousand nine hundred and ninety nine like specifically um mm. but it's uh it 's like this sort of a O A A, a-, a- O L kind of, like, well, that portal. kind of walled garden yeah. kind of style portal sort of internet style. Internet, internet. what comes
0: on a CD. Yeah. But mm-hmm.
1: you're kind of, but it, it's one in which GeoCity sits within this, this kind of, this portal. And, mm-hmm. um, so, uh, you are, well, you're kind of meant to be working for a comp, the com- like the equivalent of Microsoft, like the, the company, yeah. AOL, microsoft D sort of company. Windows.com. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> <it's been awkward. laughs> and, um, you are meant to be policing, you know, uh, d- stopping or identifying bad stuff on the internet. Um, but it's mm. all, just, it's all presented in this kind of, um, vaporware, like, well, actually not, not vaporwave. Um, it's like Zini. Pastel's kind of 1990s sort of, AOL, Zeni style, kind of, mm. uh, um, but pixelated. So it's all kind of, it's a be- it's a really cool style. Like it's l- m- gifs are fucking everywhere. <laughs> um, the, there are loads of fonts and colors going on. Like they, if, Back if, if, the it, internet looked good. if it ran on HTML, they were using the blink html thing all the time and like it's it's the it's the internet that i grew up with or at least like sort of like sort of started with and it's been really nice to kind of see this sort of parody of it and like it is really pitched really well at being nostalgic and also sort of getting the pitch and the feel of it right Mm. so there are all these different sort of um you know as you browse so you you basically given a task to do so the first task is to find uh, you're told that people are uh are using a particular graphic of a cartoon character fish uh on the uh, which is copyrighted on their pages and you've got to identify it uh by putting this kind of sort of hammer icon over the top of it and report it <laughs> to in. ban it and you have got to find three of them um and then when when you report it it disappears off there and it has like a image not found at all quest. <laughs> it's really nice um uh so you're reporting content basically as uh, that's on um ip infringement but there's also harassment and some other sort of brackets of it um uh, but if it, but what that means is effectively you're you're surfing like you you simply surf <laughs> this enormous internet that that has been made for the game um you know sort of just going between pages between people and you know there are all these sort of emergent stories that come out of that because there are these different communities that live in there there's a sort of teen area of kind of school kids kind of being edgy or earnest or kind of a bit creepy or kind of and then Ones where people have sort of set up a page and they don't know how to put anything on it. And so it just sort of has nothing on there and all the links are broken. And, <laughs> um, and you're just surfing and surfing and surfing. And also, oh, shit, I better look for the fish as well. And Like an under-construction GP. Yeah, loads of under-constructive Excellent. gifts. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're really nice. Um, uh, and there are these characters that emerge. Like there's um, a chowder man <laughs> who's this kind of... Uh, uh, he was big in or semi big in the eighties as a rocker. Um, <laughs> and it plays his music in the background. There's most, m- most pet web pages have MIDI playing, like <laughs> proper, like, um, do you remember Canyon for the, on win- yep. Windows, <laughs> like that yep. kind of MIDI? Like oh, it's so man. good. It's just like, Oh, oh my God, it's coming home. Uh, but then some <laughs> of them are really, really scratchly kind of, um, encoded kind of, uh, sampled music, like, you know, full, you know, sort of wabs or whatever (laughs) um and a childhood man has that on his his page uh and it sort of shows his history and he's a very deeply sad man and and like he has a sort of a section where he he addresses uh um, reader comments where they're all sort of saying that he's washed up and actually no and didn't you have to sell the chowder copter no I didn't actually you know blah, blah, blah. it's like sort of defensive and sort of like revealing more about himself as a result and like it's just full of these little characters um, uh, sort of from all walks of life um, it's been it's interesting as well because I've for me personally because at the moment I'm writing um, a book about the sort of old sort of 80s uh, computer systems you know like the Merlin Tonto mm. and the Superbrain. <laughs> these sound made up. to be honest. <laughs> And the, uh, the Thompson MO5. Uh, <laughs> they're all real computers. Uh, and, um, um, and d- sort of Googling around these computers, like brings you into this kind of world of computer enthusiasts of mm. those kind of computers. And like they, they, do not style text and it's all just pure HTML and Hmm. pictures and like slightly mad lists of links and kind of very questionable sort of facts. And (laughs) like, it's, it it is, it is delightful to see sort of naked enthusiasm kind of come through or like where the mannerisms of today, where people are quite savvy about what they reveal about themselves through how they, Mm. you know, what they put on the internet, like that isn't their, in the, in, in the pages I'm looking at for the book, but it's also not there in, in these, in, in Hypnospace Outlaw. And it's been really fun to sort of remember that, that they realize that there is bits of the internet that's still like that, that are still I live have my, and like,
2: I had my home address on my website for like three years. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. Not accidentally. I was literally just put it on
3: there.
1: <laughs> find me here. I am. <laughs> Good Lord. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> it's <a simpler> time. <laughs> um, uh the the game itself is um like i think that it i i haven't i've maybe played for two hours now and i'm on maybe through the third or fourth maybe the fourth exercise i have to do and i cannot find any of the example of the thing that i got to find um but it's that's okay i'm having fun sort of um, browsing but in some places, like I was asked to find some harassment cases and like, you know, and it's, it's, it's done on a light, the harassment here is not kind of overblown. Mm, I was going to ask you like, case. how, how sort of sensitively? It- in this case, it's like this sort of, um, this very, <laughs> this, um, very, uh, edgy teen who's sort of like saying nasty things about people because he's just wants to be seen as edgy and he does comics of kind of, it's like, you know, and yeah. like this guy's fat <laughs> and it's like it's that that kind of harassment. It's not kind of haunting harassment. Mm, you know. Not the, the horrors that would follow Web two no. point Well maybe maybe that's what happens <laughs> later on. But um I just sort of you know, that could be harassment. And like, mm. no, it's it's not harassment. And so it has that sort of, you know, you've been asked to find something and it's a bit fuzzy as to what exactly it's looking for. Um And then also you're kind of finding needles in haystacks, which is sort of fun for now because there's so much to look at, um, which is rewarding of its own, uh, uh, you know, of its own back. But whether that will be sustained over time and, you know, is there much more to find? Like how much more internet will, it will open up over time? But I understand those <laughs> <of> the questions <laughs> we were asking. You now, you know, <laughs> um, one of the things I understand is that, like your role, like obviously you as this sort of you know this content police person, uh, you know your relationship with this company becomes you know, obvi- you know it's fairly obvious that it's all a bit dodgy because you're getting yeah. rewarded in coins for this. So, which is actually an element of it which doesn't really ring with me. So like, you know, as you identify each thing, like little coins shower down and you get rewarded for it. Yeah. Um, which is a very modern Yeah, thing. Yeah, Bitcoin
0: wouldn't be invented it's, for another <laughs> Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, and then just, you know, sort of gamification stuff, which, yeah, just, it, it was, yeah, it's like, like everything right. is quite pin sharp and that is just not of that time. Yeah. I remember First, like,
0: Sorry. Is it, gone,
2: uh, it feels a lot like a papers please type setup where yeah. you have a sort of menial job, but there's more going on.
1: Yeah, that's, that, that's exactly it. And, um, and with this, there's, it, it actually, it's very medium is, is really good at telling stories, you know, the ones that I've been talking about already, but I'm sure, you know, so for instance, one of the, so at the top of each page, there's like, my thoughts, like a little bit, like a line where some of you, you know, like a life journal style, um, thing. And I reported two things of this edgy teen and teen. And like by the time of the third one, he'd written, who's, <laughs> who's reporting my stuff? Get away <laughs> from me, you know. And so, so like there's, there's, there's a, there's loads of opportunities to kind of make your, Existence in this internet world, you know, sort of quite reactive and mm. sort of react to you, and just, that's w-
2: w- coincidentally, was remembering today that I um there's a I don't know if it's still going, but that there's a site called H2G2, which is the it's an attempt to make the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy as a real website, like the, oh. not the book, but the the thing within the book. The, yeah, the book is named the, after the book of the book, which was basically Wikipedia. It was this. I mean, it was. It was made by a, it was more like in Carter, I guess, because it was like made by a specific organization, not yeah. everyone, but, um, uh, it was very prescient in a lot of ways. And so then once, once Wikipedia did exist, um, I don't know who exactly, like somebody who owns the rights to, to, uh, the Hitchhiker's books, um, set up a website, which was community driven where, you know, you could, I think you had to sort of sign up and become a contributor and then you would publish things a lot like wikipedia but with like a more humorous bent and i signed up and the, i can't remember what i wrote but my first thing was kind of like silly it wasn't like a, a strictly useful factual piece and it got removed and i was told by a moderator that you have to earn your bullshit on hdgc you <laughs> you've got to do a bunch of like factual correct stuff before you're allowed to do silly dumb stuff is like, that the
1: phrase i really Fuck wanna... you guys i'm leaving yeah, yeah. forever <laughs> <laughs> i already did earn my bullshit <laughs> I, I was going to say also the um, I the, was the edgy teen writing at the top of it. So
2: <laughs> look who is removing my posts from <laughs> Um
1: this is all happening on a kind of made up computer as well so you've got a desktop and you're kind of going into the browser to do this but then You've got like these little games, and you can change the wallpaper, and you can have these little as a program that kind of does a soundscape in the background, and you can buy the spooky, the spooky kind of um theme <laughs> that makes all these kind of ooh sounds as you're as you're kind of you're, you're playing the game, and like all these and the you know color themes, like it's oh just it's so good. Do you get any desktop characters? Uh You yeah, there are desktop pets that kind, oh, of, kind of do stuff. Um, there's a little there's this animated skull that kind of floats around and gives helps sometimes and just the the tutorial is this this video which is straight out of cd-rom times, sort of you know like you know welcome to whatever the company's name is and and um occasionally because they've got f- the facts changed or something suddenly the voice changes to a, a man who's really not very good at presenting on a very bad microphone <laughs> and, uh, and like oh it's just so it's 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 just funny i've laughed a lot
2: Wait, why is it called Hypnospace Outlaw if you're like an enforcer? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe that
1: will come clear. I, I get the feeling it's a name that they thought was cool <laughs> at, at the start of the project. Well, I wouldn't know anything about that. So, that's yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah,
1: good. It's good. I'm glad. What do you play? Me. Ah. Mm. I
0: play Devil May Cry five. Devil is cry. <laughs> That's the game we're <laughs> about to talk about. Um, uh, so yeah, I've been playing Devil May Cry Five. I appreciate Tom Senior spoke about it when he played it in a preview stage. I think uh, Tom's played loads of it now. Reviewed it with PC Gamer, and I think my take on it has benefited a bit from talking to him about it earlier in the week when when he came over to do Midis Monthly. So I'm saying that just so that um, the quality of these takes <laughs> the and the the credit and maybe even the blame can be split um, because I've had a bit of a weird time with it. Huh. I think it's a really it, it's gotten it's getting great scores across the board, and I think. It's certainly true that um Capcom are having a really good run at the moment, you know, like um with Resi and Monster Hunter last year and things. There's a lot of these big series kind of making these sort of I would say that one thing that they're very different games, obviously, but um something that Monster Hunter Ultimate and um Monster to World, sorry, and uh Resi Two Reboot have in common or remake have in common is they are both really successful at taking uh uh, pretty well. In, in Resident Evil's case, it's definitely a kind of classic game or a classic formula. In Monster Hunter, more like a kind of maybe not—it's not old enough to qualify as classic, but certainly sort of niche, you know, sort of very particular game. And find a way of just putting it in front of loads of people and kind of making it something you can appreciate without maybe having requiring any prior knowledge. And so, I think simply because of that precedent, not because of anything Devil May Cry Five promised, I kind of went to it looking for that as well. Like it just simply because of Capcom's recent run. And it is resolutely, I think, not that at all. And that's kind of interesting experience because I've actually, you know, a decent memory of three, four DMC to the extent that it counts. And now this, so I'm sort of really familiar with it. And even then I've been taken aback by, uh, I think how, um, how much it holds you at arm's length. If you are not a mega fan, Mm. And, and so, um I wanna qualify this by actually, before I get into that stuff, uh, cause I appreciate that, that's gonna sound pretty negative. I think it's a phenomenal action game. And the point of a Devil May Cry game at the end of the day is to be put in an arena with a bunch of enemies with interesting behaviour patterns, and then be given a bunch of cool tools, um with which to dispatch them in a stylish way. Like actually I was thinking about it, like, and I was playing, I've been mean, playing it a bunch this week, and I was playing, I played it a, a, immediately after watching your Tactical Breach Wizards thing, Tom, and it just got me in my head that like, I think there's a universe where you like these games because, <laughs> but the difference is you would want to be able to pause. Mm. Right. Like it's the same thing of, of having this tool set and this vastly exp- in any, of any game like this, Bayonetta things like that. The thing that separates them from a, another third person character action game, like a God of war or something like that is the, um, there is a, a legitimate sort of sandbox, um, uh, uh, I don't know what the word we call it, legitimacy almost. Everything can interact with everything else and it rewards you for chaining things in unexpected directions. So, um, you know, I know Tom talked about it when he was on the pod, but like obviously you've got three playable characters in this and they're all really meaningfully different. And, um, as you learn to, and initially obviously there's this sort of the daunting complexity of mastering movesets and things, but enough of the controls are consistent character to character that you eventually learn the kinds of things that are possible. And then it consistently rewards you for um experimenting. So, you know, Dante, who's the main character of Death from My Cry, but the third character that you get access to, um, has sort of just a shitload of weapons. Like it's it's you know, the thing that I would say they've done with this and and um it's this is Tom pointed this out to me, and then I got deeper into the game and it's really true, is just the amount of stuff like it feels like the first thing they made was the combat sandbox, and that amounts for like most of the game's development is just what happens in a white box where you are fighting some demons and there's lots of different kinds of demons and you've just got so many weapons and they do totally different things so you know you might have a sword with a dash attack that can you know that you can be used for covering distance and covering distance interacts with the game in loads of different ways because it has this fundamental relationship to enemy patterns and which way enemies are facing and all of this stuff and then you know uh For Dante alone, it would be uppercuts with a punch weapon and then switching that out in midair for a weapon that is two halves of a motorbike that you then mash with people with and then switch that into the sword for a combo. And then you switch fighting style on the other one. So you're in the gunslinger style, which allows you to do a, a like a like 360 degree shotgun blast thing that knocks people back in a particular way. And the the way you play this game, I think if you are very good at Devin McCry, and I've never been amazing at it, is... You play it through once, and then you just, you know, hone it, hone it and hone it and hone it and hone it. And they haven't yet released the kind of endless time trial stuff that Devil May Cry traditionally gets, but that's its end game, and that's kind of its destiny. And that stuff, like, it's genuinely great. Um, what are the time trials? Um, it's called Bloody Palace. I'm sorry, I, I meant not. Did I say time trial? I meant like um, score attack arena, score attack. sort mm. of. You know, like just fight in an arena more like it's, the arkham yeah, that's, yeah. What, that's how i played the arkham games basically right just
2: those over and over again
0: so um and, and not that like the you know um maybe well i'll, I'll, I'll try and feed this game into the, the tom francis barometer because i feel like <laughs> i could sell it to. if i was to sell it to you that's how i'd sell it to you right like it's yeah. like it's like the arkham games but i feel like the arkham combat system is more like a rhythm matching game in that mm-hmm. you are asked you're matching inputs to some extent there's a there's a there's a correct decision almost all of the time yeah, in the yeah, arkham yeah. games um whereas in in this there isn't necessarily a correct decision it's about how you want to use the palette of options available to you and those options vary based on different characters and and they are super cool and sometimes the options are so cool that you want to use them even though maybe they're not optimal just because it's fun like um nero's whole thing is that he has interchangeable right arms and before a before a a mission you pick uh, like a, a brace of arms to bring with you and each <laughs> arm, a collective now <laughs> i think it's a magazine of arms <laughs> <laughs> um, and they hang off his belt and then um and then each arm has like it's basically determines what the, the um the b button or the circle button on the playstation pad does um and the um, And so it'll be like an extra attack and it'll have knockback or a dash or, you know, loads of things. One of them creates a bubble where time is slower and and there's all of this stuff. And then you can overcharge that arm. And then if you ever take damage while you're using an arm, the arm breaks and it gets replaced by the next arm in the sequence. <laughs> um, but if you overcharge oh, it... Yeah, and then you can charge it and then do like the arms mega thing which always breaks it, but it's uh, like a mega huh. attack. So like the dash arm turns into this like laser cannon and you suddenly go to a like an over the shoulder cam that is never used at any other time and you're guiding it like a almost like, more like a shooter weapon rather than the kind of traditional auto targeting death of my cry thing. It's super cool like there's What a, happens when you run out of arms? Um he just doesn't have an arm. <laughs> Use
2: your left arm, I guess.
0: Well, I mean, cause you also have sword and gun attacks, which right. like, so you this is not your, it's like your special weapon. So it's like, you go back to using, you also find them around the level for some reason. Um, <laughs> and so that's like the, the heart of it. And it really is great. Like it looks phenomenal. Um, the animation's amazing. Um, uh, it's really, it runs really, really, really smoothly and, and feels really, really crisp. Um, and I really, really like that about it. Um, I think the other layer of these games, however is presentation more generally and i realized going into this that and i got into these games with devil may cry three and four and then after that came bayonetta uh which i adored and i still do and it's still my favorite game of of this type not because i think it necessarily has a better combat system than dmc5 but because really it's, they're on the par are they uh, dmc5 may well be better like it's, it's it is i mean it feels like the peak of this craft because i do you know i might be wrong about the exact nature of it but it feels to me like these games begin with you know a box and you put enemies and the character in a box and then you just make that perfect yeah um and then everything else that goes into game design comes secondary and that's actually probably good practice when it comes to designing a combat system right um but then you get the presentation layer, and the you know spectacular over-the-top action and stuff and big characters and they're very flamboyant and they're you know, hyper camp, like there's a, and I, and I think the reason I love Bayonetta so much is it just ran with the camp direction, um, in a, uh, sort of joyously and then furiously in one direction and never stopped going and it just keeps escalating. Whereas devil may cry has, um, is a, this made me, I've always thought of it as a strange story necessarily, but DMC five is bizarrely obtuse. I think.
1: Does it sit does it try to sit in whatever the hell canon yeah, play over part, the games?
0: Right. So I I, whatever mean, I the hell spend that a, is. So well there there is a there is a story and like there's even a video you can play from the main menu to get like a recap of Devil May Cry one through four. Um but it's the problem is that like it's not quite produced well enough that like it's a lot of it's not with silhouettes and you can tell like the art budget for this was like at a certain level. And so it doesn't like I had played all the games, so it was a helpful reminder, but it's one of those things where it's like more of a useful reminder if you played them when they came out and didn't remember them, rather than if you'd never encountered these characters before, in which case it's just people saying the word Sparda <laughs> over and over and over again. And that's it. <laughs> like Um and I'm saying this is like the man who can get into any lore. <laughs> I really don't care for Devil May Cry traditionally that much. And it's there's a bunch of reasons for it. Like um tonally, there's also a really strange thing with with ever may cry like it's it's very much what edgy teens you're talking about edgy teen boys on the internet it's it is unapologetically things edgy teen boys want to see, <laughs> and it actually feels remarkably regressive in that regard now, like um so you know it's it's but also it's all done it's it's a strange thing and it's a hard to encapsulate how weird it is it's it's very it feels very dismissive of the notion that it would tell a story if that makes sense like it's like it's sort of its tongue is sort of in its cheek but not so much to not make you watch a cut scene every couple of par- every couple of corridors <laughs> yeah <laughs> and and it kind of wants you to kind of um be cooler than it if you know what i mean like it kind of like it wants you to kind of cool like not not, not don't care too much about this but also they are lavishly produced cutscenes. Mm-hmm. So it's this strange kind of not sure how to feel. And I say this is like, I feel like I'm going to attract the eye of the DMC community, which is rapidly, you know, enthusiastic about this stuff, but like it is kind of bollocks <laughs> and, <clears throat> and I think DMC five is having fun with how just obtuse you can make it. Cause it's told, so the three, there are three characters. And everything is told, and the story is told through, um, with many, many time jumps and they're extremely specific time jumps. So the game begins with like, it's like May 15th, 7.02 PM. And then you see a very specific thing that happens, which is actually sort of like the middle of the story. Really? It's not, it's not the end. And then you're going to get back to this point and it's not the beginning. It's like, it is almost an arbitrary point. (laughs) And and you are Nero, and the new character that's introduced is V, and Tom's talked about him before, is the the guy who reads from a poetry book.
1: Is that the hat guy? He doesn't have a hat, but he
0: reads from a poetry book and has a panther and a bird. (laughs) It's it's good. Um, (laughs) It's got a lot going for him. And he encounters, and you encounter basically the entire Devil May Cry supporting cast in this opening, which includes um, (laughs) Devil May Cry's uh, two prominent and fucking awful female lead characters, Trish and Lady. (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh they're from previous this is, games yeah no,
0: no i mean it is this, this is all of the lore at once right like yeah. it doesn't get it doesn't it hasn't lost anything right that's yeah. the
2: girlfriend that the janitor and scrubs seems to have made up <laughs> and then when jd <laughs> checks actually there is a lady called lady
0: yeah <laughs> right um and then some stuff happens and then you skip forward a month and now you're in london but like pretend devil may cry london and uh you're introduced to a new character uh nico who has some moments but again the i mean god the, the presentation of women different is just a entire thing that i don't want to get into because it's 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 trash like there's no way around <laughs> it really it could be chic trash and still be trash um and then you go forward in time then you see the same mission from several different perspectives from a couple of different perspectives playing as v and nero then you go back in time then you go back forward in time and then you sort of and you then you go obviously you're going for, you're, you're at a certain point in time but the character is experiencing flashback and every and also the way it's written it's written in a way where characters are talking at each other but mostly seem to be talking in almost complete non sequiturs half the time and the other thing is that uh, Nero who's the main character in Devil May Cry 4 who his previous issue was you kind of like why have they replaced Dante with a different Dante this um, a different a smaller a smaller dante a blue dante a blue dante why is there a blue dante and because May cry four's issue was you played through it as nero and then you played through the entire game backwards as dante and then you go to the end um so it was like okay well blue dante nero's thing was previously that he was like to the extent that personality really matters it was like he's like slightly more earnest he's like younger and he has this you know um you know, girlfriend that he's in love with and things. And it was a bit, it was, you know, a bit of a, too much of a damsel in distress story, but he had, a, there was a bit of like, there was a bit of sort of like earnest heart to Nero where Dante is the sort of wisecracking Han Solo-ish, um, um, sort of too cool for everything guy. And in this, they seem to have given Dante, um, Nero, sorry, a complete personality transplant and a haircut. And Dante is now, Nero is very, now very difficult to tell apart from Dante, except the fact that Nero is now weirdly like the Dante from the Ninja Theory, Devil May Cry game, down to his, the way he dresses and the way he looks. And I don't know if that's deliberate. And everyone in the game is always talking about how useless Nero is. Like it's a running
1: joke that Nero is useless. That's a, presumably a comment to the comment. comments I, is is it, it, it about
0: is it 4. Is it? Like he's also kind of the hero of it. So I, I don't know like it's w- it's just weird it's like it was weird enough that like it made me doubt myself because i was like hang on did i play a game did i miss a game because i i do know who everyone is and i don't recognize this character because that he's changed so much between games that he might as well be someone different also we join the character story in the middle and combined with this it's actually quite a slow start it's only like mission five or six i think the game really gets going and starts giving you all the stuff and actually starts you know easing off on the cutscenes a bit and giving you sort of chained encounters there's also a multiplayer mode where two of you are playing the level simultaneously I don't understand it at all at all sometimes you asked to rate how stylish your co-op partner
1: was and I didn't see them <laughs> but like
0: <laughs> is
1: this what is this bringing in strangers into your yeah. game yeah oh my god you sometimes you'll see you them do like,
2: things right people won't know you've done anything at all <laughs> exactly
0: <laughs> Um, you know, I, I've seen, I saw them once I was in a tube station and, and V ran past like down a different, like a part of the level I couldn't get to, but clearly doing his own level. And then at the end it was like, did you like this guy? And I was like, yes. <laughs> the answer, the, fine. The, the only, the only response is stylish or do not rate. <laughs> That's a good review system. And so I was like, okay, yeah, I'm not a dickhead. Uh, you yeah, you can have some points, stranger. <laughs> it's a strange one. Cause like, I, I would stress like the, it's also, it's also, I think suffers a bit from, um, it's surprisingly drab. The characters look amazing. The abilities look amazing. The animation's great, but it's set in, like I say, this sort of, um blown up version of um london where everyone's blood's been sucked out by a real big plant and um, um it's got that very specific character action game thing of sort of weirdly dreamlike reused geometry like and it, it's inconsistent area to area so you get some areas get quite a sort of loving detail pass and some areas like there's just like two london streets where like apparently every road in london has like 4 million bollards <laughs> and it's just fucking bollards everywhere. And it's the same bollard, and it feels like everything starts off as a you know a grey you know or a white boxed kind of it, bit of geometry, and then different parts of the game get more love than others yeah. in the journey to becoming game.
1: Or oh, it's like yeah, like that bollard lover, <laughs> don't you like yeah. a Good place. Yeah, to? like
0: this one just got oh, whacked goodness. with the bollard brush, and and also then there's the the fundamental Devil May Cry thing, which is I I would miss it if it was gone, but I don't know why it's there. Which is this is every gift Devil May Cry level. Uh, cutscene that don't make a lot of sense then you step out in a cool way onto a, onto a street. The camera then takes over control from you and shows you um, a route to the right through a ruined building. The thing you do here is not go right, you go left. You kill a red thing and get the red points. Then you go right. Then you go through that doorway and then a little cutscene shows you a big red force field over the door and then a new kind of demon crawls out of the ground. He's got a scythe for hands or scissors for hands or two axes <laughs> or he spins and those are all those things and then it crash zooms into this person and it freeze frames and it says like i don't know something that's a bit like latin but not and i have i'm in no place to ever criticize games having things that are a bit like latin or not because i like warhammer so but it's always something like um uh you know like um aquila Axis or something and then then you fight this enemy and then they're introduced to the enemy sort of so set and, and you fight them for the rest of the game. The best example of this though is you go into a, a spooky building where the same bookshelf is on every surface it's been hit with the bookshelf brush and a, a laughing ghost with a pair of scissors flies at you out, <laughs> yeah.
1: out of the wall oh I recognise that one from really one of the very yeah. earliest ones yeah scissors scissor ghost yeah
0: but I, and um, but I'd forgotten what they were called and I tried to guess <laughs> and um, I, I just shouted Mr. Scissors and then it crashed into and it went death scissors <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah it is isn't it <laughs>
2: When you hit on a concept like scissors ghost, you don't ditch it too soon. You've got to stick. it don't around. try. You also don't gold like that. Doesn't come along every day.
0: You also don't. You also don't try and play it up too much. You don't. That that one doesn't need a, a fancy Latin name or anything. No. Like you don't gild the scissors ghost. Like, I seem to
1: remember they were serious because they do a shitload of damage. They do. They.
0: You have to break. The, but once you break the scissors, they yeah. die very quickly.
1: <laughs> well, that was my one thing. <laughs> See, I think I think you had Tom interested for a while there. <laughs> But then, as soon as I think it was when you described the way in which all the levels worked, and then I think you lost Tom again. There's,
2: yeah, it sounds like a bit of a
1: bit of a production.
0: <laughs> it really is like, and it has it has the thing that Tom mentioned in the last pod, which is a, a mode where all the cutscenes are replaced by footage of the mocap yeah. actors doing yeah, the cutscenes. I've seen some of that since, which it's, is so dumb and it's so
2: good. It's a lot. I was I watched it because I thought it'd be hilarious and adorable
0: but like it's way too good to be adorable yeah, <laughs> Like I, I was hoping for something it's really, really professional yeah. <laughs> that's the thing like i i, I sort of i i, I agonize over it a bit because i don't want to like dismiss it because obviously i know that it's a you know big fandom and people really love this stuff but it just feels so it just gets it just seems like it's it, like, it feels like it gets almost every rule of storytelling wrong all the time, and everything it does makes sense, and then the fact that they're willing to throw in a mode where you get to watch the mocap actors do it instead communicates to me that you're not supposed to take it too seriously i think i think what what you're watching
1: it (laughs) i think the tension that you're getting is like the fact that it feels like everything's meaningful like you know the treatment of certain characters appears to be a statement about the cultural impact of decisions made in previous games and and then you know then there's the sort of the making of aspect of things and then sort of it feels like it's constantly making comments in and of and out of itself. And I think that's probably why yeah. you feel that you can't quite dismissive because uh, but then you kind it's of start weird. touching it and it all falls to dust. And it might them. like a
0: genuinely th- I genuinely I kinda of almost hope it's something I just don't get, and that's despite having played most of the series. Like the last image of Death of the Mo Cry 4 is this bizarre bizarre sequence where like everything's come back to normal everyone's happy again and dante trish and lady are in devil may cry which is the name of his demon hunting shop basically um yeah. <laughs> and That's and, and he gets like a new phone call and it's like we're off on another job and um and he and dante is a completely bell end, and always has been but like and and you know i remember this really vividly because it's such a shit scene and it's like it's the game no, the, this is the note the game ends on which is like this is De- Devil May Cry four. I should stress on Devil May Cry five, and and Trish says something like, "Can I come?" And Dante says, "Yes, but I'm not going to pay you." And then they and and to be clear, like Trish and um um uh, and no, I think this lady who says that Trish and lady then sort of like walk off after Dante, and it's just like boob vision. That's the only thing the game bothers to show you. They get to the front door of the place of their own office, and obviously presumably the mission isn't like immediately outside the office. You know, they're, they're off to hunt a demon or something and he kicks the door open and then there's this huge, almost like Geocity's gif explosion effect behind him <laughs> and then he just starts firing his guns in the air and then the game ends <laughs> and like everyone poses in slow motion and it's like, this is a team and, uh, uh, you know, a series, um, that I know is robustly capable of taking the piss out of itself because bayonetta does it so well like the first image one of the first images in bayonetta is of a very unsympathetic character pissing on the creative director's grave and that is a a great like there is a sort of like a kind of cool like punkish sensibility to a lot of this stuff but the problem with devil may cry is i think it also really wants you to think that the edgy boys are cool yeah and they're really not yeah at all and the thing i really liked about ninja Theory's devil may cry um is it was a a lot more colorful and but also it had characters that thought Dante was a bit of a dick. So that almost gave it permission to have Dante who was a bit larger than life and then a bit of a twat because he lives in a world where that's, he's not like worshipped by everyone as literally the coolest man that has ever lived. Like, otherwise it feels a bit like, it feels a bit like a sort of, um, like a sort of Rick Douglas style sort of, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> author self insert kind of thing. It's a, it's a weird, weird, weird yeah. trip.
1: It feels, I mean, it, it sounds like it's almost been made by some of its own fans, you know, where, like, it thinks sort of like, mm. like um, oh, Hideki, Hideki, a cameo, yeah, you know, a guy yeah. who, who made well, Resident Evil 2 and Dirty May Cry, like, you know, Andy made, um, uh, Akami mm. and a mad game where Sort of, you make great big swords out of tiny people and it's really cartoony and. Yeah, yeah, meta, Like he, I, I get the sense that sort of Devil May Cry was made with the sensibility of awareness that you can fuck around with styles, you know, mm. and lean into things. And for as long as you, you know, as long as you take it seriously at that point, then it's good and it works and i think that Devil may cry obviously the first game was pretty schlocky and, and a bit like and retrograde even for its time in places as well but um i think that the mistake would be to take that seriously now like to, to, yeah. to accept it, that that's what the game is when the game really is what you were describing at the start which is this amazing sandbox action game
0: right and that's and and so i appreciate that people who love death and may cry they probably hated listening to me try and articulate i think i think if it's failings aesthetically or stylistically or just feel like i don't get it or whatever what i think i think landing on it and going back to what i was saying initially about i sort of went into this maybe unreasonably thinking oh maybe it'd be cool to see what they do with death and may cry given the sensibility that's evident in both yeah. Monster hunter world and resident evil i was surprised by like Oh, I'm barely holding on to my will to keep going with this <laughs> impenetrable nonsense because I've played literally every other game in the series. I can't, like, would I recommend it to someone? That was the thing I couldn't like quite land on because it's like, yeah, stick with it until mission eight or so or like the kind of the dreaded beat it once and then <laughs> new game plus is amazing. <laughs> it's like, I don't know, you know what I mean? Like in terms of knowing that I was going to come on the pod and talk about it, I don't, I don't know if I would say play this over like Bayonetta, for example, which I feel like, also expresses what is great about these games. And, um, I think, uh, gives you the best of, uh, what these games can do in terms of just visual excess. Um, you know, it's so much more vibrant. I do think, I, you know, I do think it's a bit of a misstep that this is such a gray game, despite being, um, so, you know, uh, action packed and, and lively in terms of movement, it is set, you know, in, in, Drab London streets and caves and a very, very grey inside of a big demon plant.
1: We've all been playing something else, we, we, we?
0: have, we have, yeah. We're playing
1: Baba is you.
0: Baba is you, unless you is flagged.
2: That, that is a game you cannot fault for its title being not relevant to its game because its title is, like, literally in its game and is on almost every level, literally written on screen and is <laughs> crucial to the game mechanics and you, like, interact with it.
0: <laughs> yeah, man. So this is the, um, the puzzle game where you push, in addition to pushing objects and things around a level, sort of the rules of the level are also items in the level. So the phrase, Babbit is you, establishes that you are thing you're controlling is a little rabbit creature called baba
2: yeah and each word of that is a tile in itself that can be pushed um, and it uses sort of default uh soccer ban rules which is like you can uh when you move into something you push it and but you can't pull things and so if you push something against a wall you're never getting that fucker out it's stuck on the wall now and so there will be in most levels there are sort of what are effectively immutable rules, which are, and the way they make, they make them immutable, they're still physical objects in the level, but they're just up against the wall and you can't ever pull them. So they're going to stay there pretty much. Um, and there are obviously, like that's the that's the pattern they establish early on. And uh, obviously they eventually play with that. And there, there can potentially be ways to perhaps in some way modify the rule that's up against the wall. If it says something like, um, water is defeat, that means if you touch the water, you, it's game over. But um, the game, like a lot of these puzzle games, has a uh, an undo button that you can just like, step back one move. So it's right like you're always killing yourself or getting into impossible situations and just rewinding like a couple of steps just to get back.
1: Well, you go, uh, um, the, it's infinite, by the way. Yeah, like the, the yeah, the, 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 yeah, not
2: So if it says like "water is defeat" up against the wall, you're probably never going to be able to pull the word "water" out from there, or the word "is," or the word "defeat" from there. But you could, if you push the word is up against water, like if it's written down the left-hand side of the screen, you could push the word is to the right of the word water. And then you could put the word... Ghost there Now it says Water is ghost I've and just so... figured out A level <laughs> 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 so... You can't change That water it's is that defeat It's that kind of game Ladies <laughs> and gentlemen You can't change That water is defeat But now you've just said Water is ghost Son of a bitch All water on the level <laughs> Turns into ghosts This is not a real solution By the way So that's <laughs> why uh, Although Maybe <laughs> Although <you're apparently laughs> it is <laughs> so Not uh, you I was just That was That was, that was, that was shouting at babba um, <laughs> and now you turned all the water into ghosts, and what rules apply the ghosts? Well, that'll be written somewhere else in the level, and maybe you can modify those. And so there are just... not The last one I did, I actually kind of knew this wouldn't solve the level, but I could see a way to say, Wall is Baba, Baba is your character, and when you say that, all the wall, every tile of wall and yeah. level turns into you, and your Babba is you. So you're controlling every wall and A level. A vast simultaneously. army of
1: Babas. <laughs> Maybe one of them will be near the exit. <laughs> well, that doesn't solve my problem, but it's cool.
0: <laughs> but I like that when you do that. Like you don't need, like you don't lose if all if one of them loses. It's like they mm. send loads of them to their death. Yeah, like,
2: <laughs> yeah. You can um, sacrificing if you can find a way to be multiple babbers or be be what? multiple things you can just be always like, be multiple babbers you can have the rule babber is you and the rule kiki is you which is a different character and then you're just controlling both at once yeah. that's just yeah. a thing and then you can uh if there's a rule that uh that bab oh, water is sink then you could walk kiki into the water <laughs> kiki will sink but it will get rid of that tile of water and now you can cross as babber
1: it's a game where uh the nature of the puzzle just just flicks between level, like some of them are yeah. conceptual puzzles, and some of them are pure soccer band. Yeah, puzzles and, and I'm some finding like I'm finding
2: there's a type I like, and there's a type I don't. Right. And what the, something that it is is it very similar to um games designed by Alan and Alan has given us a hard time for sometimes saying that he uh, attributing his his game to just him when actually it was a team of people. Yeah, um, some people do the sound. <laughs> And he has a programmer and an artist, (laughs) but I can't remember their names, so I'm doing no good. Uh, But uh, his games are incredibly tight and incredibly uh, meticulously designed so that everything has meaning and everything is there for a reason and it's there to teach you a, a single rule, and that can be kind of claustrophobic. Like if you don't get the rule, you're just doing nothing. It's just, you're just sitting there until how the fuck do I figure this out? And then it does get into more open ended stuff later, but his difficulty curve escalates so fast that I'm never able to play the game at that point. Like by the time there are multiple solutions, I'm already outclassed and I can't play.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, and this gets more open ended faster, but as you say, it changes completely from puzzle to puzzle. So you'll have one puzzle where it's like i can just change all the fucking rules of how the whole game works in this on this level and i'm only trying the thing i'm trying to do is not mega difficult so you don't have to rearrange everything but you can and my favorite one so far was um uh i won't spoil like any solutions or anything it was called where is the key i think and um it was uh one where all of the... It was pretty simple what you're trying to do. There's a room you've got to get into. The flag is in there and there's a rule that says flag is win. When they really don't want you to fuck with the rule, it'll be literally walled off. So you just kind of... I, I hope that that is shorthand for don't worry about this. You're never going
1: to change it. Uh, but you know... God that's help us, gonna, us if uh, to be Because that's one of the things like, you know, sort of most games set sort of expectations like and you just go, okay, I don't um, need to pre- take any notice of that bit of the screen. But in this... That is the, the fucking... Do.
2: Yeah, that is the 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 devil's voice in this game is, is everything. The, right, it's so hard to thing. narrow the possibility space. Cause you think, well, these rules are up against the wall. I can't change those. And then, and then I just played a level where like the only way this ever gets done is if I can change one of the rules of the wall. Like there's the only way yeah, it's yeah. so simple. It's just telling you this rule against the wall can be changed. But I'm like, how the fuck it's against the wall. I can't ever push it out. Mm. And I, I had to Google a solution to that. And it, I, I would never have got it in a million years. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but did, did
2: it kind of, was it like a, oh? Or okay, was it like here's, a, here's oh. I won't say what the solution is. I'll just say my pattern of like, I played it for ages, couldn't understand it, couldn't understand it, couldn't understand it. And I thought, this is so mystifying to me that I'm just really curious to find out, even if it spoils the puzzle and I regret it, I'm still so curious to just find out how I'm missing this. And I looked it up and I read the solution, description. And, I thought, what? and then I went and tried it. Like I read the situation, why would that work? I don't understand how that would solve the problem. Then I went and tried it. And even after I saw it working, I was like, why does that work? And then I'd rewind and I'd do it again. And why does that work? And, I'd re- and there's two different ways you can do it. And I would rewind and do it both different ways. I had to do it like five times every time thinking, that's just, that rule doesn't make any sense. I don't know why that result would happen when you do this. And then eventually, like, oh,
1: okay, I guess. <laughs>
2: and then, like, mm. that's the answer. So,
1: because I definitely, yeah, there are a few things like the sync rule is just, like a like some aspects of the sync rule make sense, but some of them are just like, yeah, sink, I don't really know what this means. It's really in con- like in the <laughs> in the reality of the game
2: because they try and boil every every like there are objects and states because uh, like something like sync. You can't say sink is you and you can't say sink is baba because sink is a state. Baba is uh, an object. So you can say baba is sink and you can say baba is water. You can say, you can say an object is an object and you can say an object is a state, but you can't say a state is a state and you can't say a state is an object.
1: And it's fairly good at keeping that because like the, the blocks are different, aren't they? If they're, if it's a thing that a state can be applied to, yeah, it's like it's, solid, yeah, colored. Exactly. And, and if it's not, it's the, the, the letters are colored I think that's the way I think the other way around okay yeah, the
2: states right. have a background and the objects don't right, right. um but and so that's a that's a useful shorthand, but then um because it boils everything down to one word, those words can be like not just ambiguous but straight up misleading. If you see door is open like like that's a that's the thing if there's the word door and the word is and the word "open." And you're trying to get past a door, you might intuitively want to push the word door in front and make it say door is open. Door is open means that if a door ever is pushed into something else that has the adjective shut, <laughs> the door will destroy itself and the other thing. It doesn't mean the door is open. <laughs>
0: I will open that and then myself. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh my open, God. open means it's an opener. It can open things that are shut. And They're what that like, really yeah. means is that anything with the adjective shut will be destroyed and will destroy it when it collides with each other. So that's so, like it's not just, you know, uh, what one interpretation of what it says. It's kind of the opposite interpretation of what yeah. you think it says. And then shut doesn't mean that, that it's actually a thing that's closed. It means that it will be destroyed by anything that has the adjective open. And then push. I keep, and it's obviously like, this is an obstacle to learning the game, but even after you learn it, I just repeatedly read the text on the screen and get fooled again, even though I learned it one time. So uh, I just spent ages on a thing because I thought that push meant it's a thing that can push, but it doesn't. It means a thing, it's a pushable thing. Mm. So Baba is push doesn't mean that Baba can uh push. Yeah, can be. (laughs) I've already forgotten it. I've already (laughs) forgotten which round it is because it's just not what you expect Mm. every time. And then there's the logic, and I totally appreciate that every single rule, every quirk of every single rule is there because they get some puzzle value out of it later at some point. But you, Baba, naturally, if there's no other rule specified, you are you can push things, but you're not solid. Like you, if you move into something like text, you push it. But if something else has moved into you, it goes into you and overlaps with you. And sometimes that's the solution to the puzzle. And that's so unintuitive to me. Like if I can push the thing, how can it move into me? Isn't the whole, aren't you telling me that I'm solid to it? But it's, solidness is like a one-way transaction in this. So like you can be solid to something, but it's not solid to you for the relative
0: simplicity of ghost is scissors.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I tried it out with my son and I was despite didn't <laughs> what? The, pushing. Yeah, yeah scissors <laughs> and ghosts. <laughs> wow, none of that is good. <laughs> <laughs> I tried out beaver as you on my son didn't didn't explain anything about it and he's not very he's not interested in puzzle games at all. Um I just wanted to see how quickly the, the mm. concept went with him and it was like it, it's such a cool, I mean, we've yeah, been kind it's of, it's a great opening. We've been, we've been kind of grumbling a little bit about kind of all the edgy cases, and I think that's really important, but like the core concept is so fucking yeah. cool. Like, and he just, his face lit up as soon as he sort of like, <laughs> as he realized like, oh, and like the first few levels are, like they don't, the nice thing about them is that they don't feel clever. They're not, they don't feel like, right, so we're going to really show off just how clever a game this is. It just, Sort of you, you just sort of jiggle around with a few things, and then like, oh shit, yeah,
3: Mm. yeah, yeah, that works.
2: Yeah, my favorite ones are when you have a good amount of power over the rules. Like, there's a bunch of different like linking words and states and objects that you can push around, and then you're almost kind of designing the solution. And I remember one where I'm like, okay, I need to set this up so that when I die, I drop a box which itself is fragile and when it dies spawns a sentient copy of me which drops a box and a key (laughs) and i have to do that with these seven words (laughs) and i think i can arrange them in this format because then it's a spatial puzzle as well like i know what the semantic thing i want to say is but with this limited number of words can i arrange them in like it's like an acrostic poem like us read this way vertically and this way horizontally wow
0: that's the thing i got about like i also that it has a phenomenal intro just in terms of like even knowing what the high concept is getting um, that kind of like moment of like oh man this is great thank god it has a couple of easy levels as well
1: like oh yeah compared to steven sausage roll three. which is just like fuck yeah. you immediately yeah. <laughs> yeah. and then you realize that it was being nice to you at the start yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes <laughs> um steven sausage roll fuck you immediately i think um i think Barbara's is you says fuck you within about 10 minutes but yeah, not immediately it's, it's fast <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> <laughs> fuck is you <laughs> <laughs> like, I, honestly, like my my arc with it was like this is great. I'm dumb, like really fast, mm-hmm. really fast, and I got really really stuck really quickly.
2: I, it was definitely sudden for me. I actually did get a good number of hours out of it, um but I'm I'm now in a situation where I don't even know if I'm going to go back to it because I've got multiple. How different many levels worlds. do you think
1: you've played? Like, are we talking about um
2: three of- like three or four worlds I've completed, right. doing okay. all the secret levels as well, or, or except with the one, exception that one I looked up. um and then I, I have, I think I have access to like three different worlds, and within those, like sort of two levels in this one, three levels in that one, two levels in that one, and a hundred percent of them are just oh god. <laughs> Some of them I've tried for half an hour and I cannot see any way I can do it, and others are just like this is so. There's so many parts to this that I just don't have the energy. So to there's, kind
1: a, of- there's a real danger. So, like, I think it's. I think I did think that it was really interesting that a lot of puzzle games are presenting the progression through them in this sort of slightly somewhat open-ended way where you've mm. got choices over the the, the, the levels that you want to take. Um, certainly that's thing in certainly in like sausage roll, which is very clever about it. Um, and then in uh, cosmic, um, express cosmic cosmic express where sort of you making incremental sort of journeys into the sort of the puzzle kind of things. And you can sort of, you get quite a wide selection of available puzzles fairly quickly, and same as this game, but like for someone who's tends to flit somewhat and in the face of any kind of challenge, kind of <laughs> run away, like we, I'm, I, I, I'm better when I don't have any other choices. Like I do, <laughs> I do wonder whether I might stick with a game better if it's, yeah, if, I d- if I don't have too many things that sort to run away from.
0: I do find it quite anxiety inducing, yeah. sort of like, oh, I've, I
1: skipped
0: skipped a level in the first cluster of levels because I just couldn't figure it out. And then, you know, moved on. And it's good that I can move on. But at the same time, I immediately felt (laughs) like my timer had started. Like, you know what I mean? Like on how long I left.
2: I was... Uh, ill the day they taught long division in primary school and <laughs> every math lesson from then on I'm like shit is this <laughs> do I not understand watch this because I don't know yeah, long exactly. division <laughs> yeah
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah right Cause I, I mean because I've been playing it this week and obviously while also playing you know Devil May Cry and I feel like there's a sort of almost pulled-up experience my frustrations with Devil May Cry I switch it on and it just keeps happening to me <laughs> like I watch a cartoon I don't understand <laughs> and then I fight demons in a rad way and then um, whereas Barbara as you you have that experience of like it's all here right away and I know it's all solvable and that's worse. <laughs> it's like I'm looking at this and, and like I say, it's that feeling of I'm i I'm
1: dumb. I'm dumb. Shh.
0: <laughs> Back out slowly, like Baba will never know.
1: But I remember do you remember those um those puzzles we were doing uh we were all collectively doing at the same time? Um they're really simple like it was so side- oh, je-
2: jelly is puzzle puzzle? Jelly no? no puzzle? Yeah, that's it. Jelly no
1: puzzle, yeah. <laughs> the is <laughs> Yeah, <right>? <laughs> yeah <laughs> Jelly No Puzzle. Um, it's and that was so like you had yeah. one one puzzle in front of you and i found that, that whole, our, our whole combined.
2: dialogue was just like yeah. level 16 is impossible it cannot be done <laughs> yeah. no one oh no <laughs> level 18 though is impossible <laughs>
0: right and then yeah. someone else
2: comes in and says wait how did you level 14 yeah. level 14 is impossible
0: i think that's the thing like i was actually hoping that we we'd have like a you know I, I played it basically the moment it released on steam and i was kind of sad that i didn't really want to google things i wanted to ask friends you know what i mean but there's that also that thing of like uh because of the branching nature of it i can be stuck in five different places at the same
3: time. <laughs> <laughs> like, which do i, I ask
2: for yeah. i won't say uh, the actual level name but let's say i was stuck on level 13 and i like this is the one where i caved and i googled uh like, Barbara is you, level 13, and it said, uh, first result was, Barbara is you, walk through and the excerpt was like, yada 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 about the island and yada yada, and, and then, uh, level 13. Unfortunately, we cannot find a solution to this. <laughs> <laughs> the walkthrough can't find a solution?
0: Okay. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Also, um, I want to give a shout out, cause like, obviously it's a, it's a very, um, simple game in terms of its presentation, but I love, the very subtle change in the audio when you create like an existential crisis. Yes. <laughs> and I want to give it a shout out for that. Cause oh, yeah, yeah it's, no, re- it's actually, really yeah. cute. Um, it's really <laughs> like when you just broke
2: the rules beyond all repair. Yeah, like- there's <laughs> no well, particularly coming back when, from when,
0: when you aren't anything anymore. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, uh, is and nothing. it makes this noise, which is, um, it's like the, it's like the sort of like whoop and it's it's like it would be like yeah it's like music cuts out as well right you're kind of in this void it's like if a complete (laughs) existential crisis was like a Windows error this is how it manifests like (laughs) (laughs) bing (laughs) bong like you're not real shit like
2: exactly got to the point where (laughs) hauntingly that is not necessarily the end of the game and it it hasn't been the solution yet but when when there's another element on the level that's moving, it's moving of its own accord, and potentially it could push a rule into place that would then reincarnate you and make you control something again. So when it when that happens, it's like it's not game over, and you just kind of watch the thing moving around. But it's like it's a state of like, no, you think I've got something clever in mind? I don't.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I just used to be. <laughs> Uh, but that's just a very good effect because you know it yeah. could just be a, f- a full fail state, but it's not. It, but it is slightly unsettling in a way that it should be. Where yeah. it's like, oh god, well, i well, well, torn the before very. Before you really learn, that, like something. you know, when you're pushing the phrase "Baba is you" around, which you do find yourself doing, and then you end up accidentally like snagging it on something, and, and the the you know the you <laughs> fall, falls off, <laughs> the U falls off the U falls off, and and it just says "Baba is," and then it just goes like,
1: basically, mm? <laughs> <laughs> go, it's my guy frustration technique, like oh christ how did you do this right i'm going to not exist anymore yeah fine
0: <laughs> i'm just gonna knock the ears out so it spells baba picture of baba you which means
2: nothing <laughs> i do actually quite commonly just like put an object in front of the word is hoping it's gonna like make it you know, yeah <laughs> if it's like wall is hot or something Like just look, put an actual oh sorry crate is hot like put an actual crate in there because i don't have the word crate yeah then. right does
0: this work Actually, I, I tested that was one of the first things i tried to so see if that worked like if the objects themselves were interchangeable with the word um which would be maybe a bridge too far for its complexity because yeah. because you can change things dynamically in terms of you know if you suddenly say i don't know if you say you know um you know, grass is wall, then all the walls become, uh, all the grasses become walls. That's the way around it goes, right? Yes. Um, yeah. and it's then like you say, and then you say wall is rock, then every rock and, you know, grass and wall has become wall. Yeah. You can, oh God. Yeah. <laughs> but not the other way round. Yeah. And nothing remembers what it used to be, so that uh, this is then gone yeah.
2: mechanically. Yeah, yeah if yeah. you if, you've, if you ever do, like, X's, Y, you have permanently lost all X's forever. You
1: can never yeah. get them back. That's it, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Unless you put the rule the other way around, of course, and then you can convert them back. But that's only if you actually have the space to manoeuvre and push that X in front of the, or behind yeah. it
0: is. But then they all become that other thing. It's yeah. not like, yeah, they change back. Yeah, are yeah. yeah. you're, you're reducing the biodiversity of the culture. <laughs> I've killed a lot of crabs. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't really. Is it dying to become rock then star? What is the,
1: what is the noun? I guess, um, we're all going to become rock then star. <laughs> what because is the is Moby, you to <laughs> say <saying. Yeah. laughs> In
0: crab the words is of Moby, defeat? rocket crab is star.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, it's good though. Crab is defeat. Yep.
2: Love is defeat was a rule I oh, had on a damn yeah it was love damn. is defeat and love is love were two of the rules
0: yeah <laughs> if I could have taken a toke I would have <laughs> make you think Baba is new romantic <laughs> the other rule was
2: box has love
1: <laughs> has I haven't seen the has yeah
2: you got to break the box to get the love out damn. I man yeah <laughs> <Yep>.
0: shit. <laughs> Shit is deep. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we do some questions from questions? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Before we do questions from questions, um, I think it's time we address the subject uh, of games that we wish would come back in an updated version from the past. Mm. And this is because I think it's a, question, a subject that we've addressed before on the podcast. But uh, we found, I remember mean, we took a week off and this is not to to put... Uh, blame or shame on any individual question asker but in a in a quite a a substantial inbox of questions that we return to not all of which we have time to get to as ever because we have limited time to record but we were asked that question like more than three times Mm. in a relatively like a pool of maybe 15 20 emails which is um a lot (laughs) it is a lot
2: there's a self-fulfilling prophecy where if we get a question we've already had a lot of times before we don't answer it and so people don't here that we've answered it and so they send yeah. it in like
1: effectively we've never been asked it <laughs> yeah
0: right and also if you're a relatively new listener and you weren't listening to the pub back when we answered this question then yeah like i say this is not an individual people at all more to say that we're probably never going to answer that question again because I, I don't know how many more times i can say i don't even want to say anymore i probably said like for me, it's probably Deus Ex. I think I probably said <laughs> Terra Nova. I think I probably said Terra Nova back in 2013. That's still my answer. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I think, um, just here's a formal moratorium on games we would what bring back from the past and which, and the, the, the accompanying, the accompanying question, which developer would get to do it?
3: Hmm.
0: I'm just going to say it now. Terra Nova respawn. There you go. Warcraft 2 ritual. Uh, striker's run. Sorry, relic, not ritual. <laughs> Strikers Run. Yeah. That sounds like an old person's game. <laughs> it does. <laughs> it's pretty
3: bad as well.
1: It's by, um. Is that from the 80s? It was by, <laughs> it was by, uh, oh, my mind's gone blank. Who doing the big space game? The really big space game? Roberts. Roberts. Chris Roberts done it. Um, it's one of his early games. It's really, 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 really bad. And I'd love to see it strung <laughs> over 15 different studios. <laughs> The budget, wow, half a billion like, dollars. Oh, you just boy. want to watch
2: the world burn. Don't
0: you? <laughs> you're a monster, <laughs> a monster. We've we've given a a, a, um, a, a platform to to <laughs> with which. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh good to go after class. Well, ended up
2: being good questions. I so keep sending it. <laughs> yeah, shit, gold every single time. <laughs> Ask this question over and over again. Just give Alex
0: more chances to <laughs> laser target. Other, you know, venerable 40 year old man Of the games <laughs> industry. I don't know where I was going with that. It was were, going to
1: be a jibe against me. That it was. was what yeah. it was going to be. Who were Ritual
0: then?
2: Did they do, did they do, I want to say they did sin, but is that just because of Ritual sin as a phrase?
0: <laughs> um, I don't know who you mean. There's a, there's a games company called Ritual,
2: right? Did yeah, they do Quake the expansion packs? Belt.
0: Maybe yeah yeah, yeah that, that sounds like a that. very
2: quake expansion
1: because there's there's company. relic
2: raven and ritual and I think I get all three of them confused at various times okay mm.
1: so you want them to make something relic the the dawn of war people yeah, that's yeah.
2: where I want to make Warcraft too okay not Blizzard for some reason. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Actually,
0: I do like the version of this question. Shit, we're not spending ages talking about this question.
1: <laughs> Pissing hell. This is, this is the thing. We've so you never you're, asked your this <laughs> question, but since <laughs> you have, here's the amazing the answer. Questions is
0: always such a fucking shambles that we've never successfully had, like, this is how things are going to work from now on, kids, without <laughs> then it backfiring completely. This is why we don't do <laughs> <laughs> declarative statements about anything. But... Um, I do love the idea that this question can be used to passive-aggressively take games away from their actual creators because <laughs> it implies you know <laughs> like because the original developers can't make it who would make it now or because some studios you know gone their different ways but yeah it's like <laughs> let's just snatch that out of the hands of Blizzard and give it to someone else <laughs> Bl- unless you command and conquer but remade by Blizzard
2: <laughs> <laughs> that'll be interesting just switch them both to have a Warcraft made by yeah. Westwood as well yeah
0: that's a question. Developers, you have Switch games? Don't don't no, ask no, us fuck. this.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> ask us this if you'd like to hear this week's podcast again.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you to everyone who sent in that question, because apparently we've got some good material out of it. And sorry. <laughs> um, uh, if you were Nero in Devil May Cry, what right arm would you want?
2: <laughs> well, as it- oh, my God! <laughs> He's got all kinds of... I would like... Have you ever seen those, like, wire egg slices that slice <laughs> into slices? <laughs> <laughs> I think that would be a useful one to have. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it wouldn't uh, be my number one arm, it would be my number two, where my first there, one is used up. Is there an egg the enemy? Egg no. <laughs> Shit.
0: <laughs> no, there, is, there are several, m- more than you'd expect, kinds of ants. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Maybe some kind of hoover, then? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Big magnifying glass.
1: <laughs> kettle for the hot water. <laughs> kettle arm. Kettle arm have
0: uh, multiple uses. That's emergent so gameplay. That. But you asked what we would want rather than what we would use in the apocalyptic the, the, the scenario posited yeah, in Devil May Cry 5. I'm guessing the arms Nero already has are better than the egg slice that one
3: I'm trying to think of like
0: things I always wish I knew where they were and you wouldn't be able to not forget if they were your arm. A pen? <laughs> big, pen. Pen? <laughs> big pen, big pen. Would I have wife's like a, phone? a human hand like? You know, a hand holding the pen or is yes. just your arm yeah. a human hand in holding a pen I, do, I guess it's I don't like mean human it. but like it's, and the stupid thing is it's his right arm and I'm left handed <laughs> it's
2: worse than just having a pen Which if we just dispense it, pens that would be better yeah. but it
1: means also that you've, you've you've got only one hand to do everything <laughs> yeah. else in the world a detachable <laughs> a detachable pen so I take it off my right yeah. and leave it right on my left
2: I watched a a guide by a former CIA operative about on how to disguise yourself. And they were telling like, <laughs> Americans how to behave like a European. And they said, well, in Europe, of course, they keep the right uh, hand, the knife in their right hand or the fork in the left hand. And they, uh, even after they cut their food, they keep the fork in the left hand. Whereas, of course, in America, after you cut the food, you switch your fork with your right hand. Yeah,
1: what? Know, man. <laughs> Is that true? I know. I, I, I That's insane. I don't that at all. But it's, it's, Why it's are you doing American that, Americans? I remember that video. and um, I was... Also dumbfounders.
2: <laughs> I mean, I definitely would have... Fe- if I'd tried to describe myself as an American before now, I would have absolutely fucked it. I read- <laughs> <laughs> you are what are you doing with your left your hand? Keeping your cutlery in the hands that you use them. How- they, would, they would be in awe. They would be like, how are you doing that? How is your left hand still controlling the fork? <laughs> Surely only <laughs> your right hand can pick things up.
1: It feels very uncouth.
0: Yeah. With the halftime cutlery switch. <laughs> <laughs> Nero would be especially bad.
1: <laughs> so does that mean they cut up everything on the plate? And then switch hands and then eat all the pre-cut stuff.
2: I have seen these hoodlums—a friend who I won't name in case it's <laughs> a sensitive topic—who uh, who is American who does that. But I don't think all cuts Americans everything do
1: that. up beforehand.
2: Mm. I commented on the time. I didn't associate it with the hand switching. I don't know if I noticed the hand switching.
3: Mm.
1: Did you say what are you what are you doing? <laughs> I, it, it, we did discuss it. <laughs> And Excellent. they
2: said, well, if I had a replaceable right Matt,
0: You know, I feel increasingly bad, not just for the people that we, um, you know, needlessly blamed for sending in a question that we then answered. <laughs> but for everyone whose questions were not answering our Sorry. consideration for time. <laughs> <laughs> the, <laughs>
2: seemed to pod run Look, I'm taking the opportunity <laughs> <that> the... <laughs> What doesn't seem relevant, or rather, just taking the opportunity that the listeners don't have, which is they can't ask questions based on what we said in the first half of the podcast, because
0: that's true the, the time delay. So yeah, we'll be the really pertinent stuff. Yep, so just
2: it. just the essentials. <laughs> the egg slicing right on. <laughs> um,
0: Dave writes, "Dear Coot and Council, in episode 2074, two thousand and seventy-four, sorry, two hundred and seventy-four. I can read." <laughs> um. When asked which game would you play as an asshole goose, Chris whimsically suggested Crusader Kings 2. Are members of the pod aware that as of an Easter egg in the latest DLC, Holy Fury, it is already possible to play as a duck? <laughs> <laughs>
2: this, is, this is a ridiculous fact at any time, but especially in a DLC called <laughs> Holy Fury.
0: <laughs> no further and no further question, but almost an answer. Answer? Is that a kind of duck or goose? I don't understand the pun. Capitalized. Wait, is
1: it a make of duck or something?
0: AMS. Make
2: of duck. <laughs> <laughs> the answer corporation has dominated the duck market since 1946.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> I know this is, I think, a pun because he's written "bedumt" next to it, but I don't understand.
2: Okay, no, I didn't know that.
0: It might be well a type of duck. Write in if you know <laughs> about <that> ducks. <laughs> <laughs> um, you have answer answers. Please persist in pursuing producing it's a good, uh, a good is, correction i can't believe that <laughs> i mean i do believe it but i'm, I'm but, I, yeah.
2: I mean correct me before. if i'm wrong but like the 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 funny thing about your joke chris was that that was the least likely game to have a does this start, mean does
1: this so so um, is it going to be great when next week uh capcom announces the egg slicer <laughs> <and DLC? laughs>
0: this is the thing like to be honest i think the the sort of the uh, the the notion to me was that it would simply be funny that a goose could get in trouble with the Pope. But...
1: the <laughs> duck getting the in the duck trouble, getting in with, trouble well? with every monarch in, in, <laughs> in Europe. Europe. And for good reason. <laughs> they all have
2: understandable concerns about any monarchy. <laughs> well, I...
3: Uh, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to... <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 Shit, though. They, they probably don't live that long. Ducks. ducks like, yeah. we're talking probably three years. Neither did people in the gets. Middle Ages.
3: Yeah. <laughs> more, more
2: than three I think she'd
1: have children at the age of one and a half yeah I mean which, is, which is good going for a good European monarchs very good yeah, going exactly
0: yeah.
2: they were able to outproduce the human monarchs of the time <laughs> the lineage was just much faster so they could adapt to the changing times better than a traditional human monarchy
0: yeah exactly and um they they follow orders I don't know
1: they, they, <laughs> they do goose step <laughs> <laughs> actually that's, they don't do they that's that's duck step not geese step duck step <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about <laughs> next question yeah
0: um <laughs> sam writes dear craty McCrowface, a couple of pods ago you gave the inaugural shite out to a lucky fella named sam i am that self-same sam I would, live to, I would like to give a brief reciprocal shite out to my wonderful wife, Jenny. This is really sweet, and so I want to stop laughing, because of what's what my life is. Um, uh, so, I'd like to give a brief reciprocal shite out to my wonderful wife, Jenny. We met 23 years ago, working on a production of Romeo and Juliet in Daytona Beach, Florida. She played Juliet. I did not play Romeo. We kissed twice, and then went our separate ways. Almost two decades later... Uh, she walked into the restaurant where I was working. It was love at second sight. Uh, Jen is a brilliant performer, an accomplished teacher of drama, and the most wonderful wife a poor schmuck like me could ever dream of. Thanks again for my shite out. <laughs> love the pods. But, oh, that's, oh, that's really lovely, yeah. and I kind of wish I hadn't spoiled both sides of it by not being able to <laughs> say a word several weeks ago. <laughs> um, but yes, that is lovely. And since this is being sent to the questions email, how would you like these apples? I'm a VR enthusiast, primarily in iRacing. However, sometimes I daydream about taking VR to the next logical step, virtual squirrel simulator. If you just thought there, there couldn't be a, left, a tonal left turn away from the one we've already <laughs> had. Um, if, if you were to able to virtually inhabit the body of any animal, what would it be and why? Thanks again, guys and girls. Sam.
2: I'd like to know what it feels like to move as a snake. I have an interesting way of moving, and I want to explore that and embody it. And I won't apologize for this, no matter how much you laugh at my my dreams. <laughs> I think you've killed Alex. It's,
3: it's a legitimate
2: curiosity. <laughs> it's the about as different as you can get from us, short of flying. Flying is the obvious one. Being bad would be cool, but.
0: I know what you mean. This is the thing. You're not wrong, it's I just
3: do, uh, I do know what you mean. Oh
0: <laughs> Good. Well that's that's settled then. We can move on. But the thing okay. is that VR can't necessarily make okay. you feel it. Okay. Right? <laughs> no. So <laughs>
1: it would be very low (laughs) (laughs) and also all the movement will be just you wriggling about on the floor I'm prepared
0: to make that sacrifice the thing is because their heads remain very sort of obviously steady as the body kind of like undulates behind them right so (laughs) So just
2: nothing happens in the
0: vehicle (laughs) (laughs) it's like no clipping (laughs) yeah it would be like no clipping but just along the floor
1: Yeah, it was really hard to control (laughs) yeah I'd like to be Tom's (laughs) boar being asked to go into a house to make people. friends with everyone within that <laughs> well, seems like our gaming
2: hopes are compatible <laughs> I'll be a snake outside telling a boy what to do <laughs> listening to the amusing barks that Ubisoft can't <laughs> with.
0: I'm sure there is a game where you get to be a bird and, and flap your VR wings that must oh be yeah there's a, the um, there's that one Elijah Wood made I think what? <laughs> Uh, maybe uh, maybe I'm making Not something what I was up. Of. That's
1: the most boring <laughs> dream F- in the world. It is.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if I had a dream, I think where Elijah Wood made an eagle simulator for Ubisoft. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'm making that up. The one I'm thinking of is That's Fugle. so specific. It <laughs> can't be true. I'm sure he came on stage with Yves Gamow and announced it.
1: He was, oh shit! Hold on. Yeah. Are you talking about the one where you sort of shapeshift into various different animals? No. No. Okay. There's, there's Fugal that's yeah. the, yeah. the very no not that p- one
2: 3D voxel one I think yeah. I'm, one sure I mean, yeah. I'm sure this is, is real I'm sure this is real I remember Elijah would have been on st- maybe or well, maybe you just inserted that memory maybe you
1: are be doing an <laughs> inception on me
0: <laughs> but I thought he was part of Beyond <laughs> he was eagles? saying a thing that might not be real he was riding about inception.
1: <laughs> he was riding about on Eve Guillermo's uh, shoulders and just shouting about eagles <laughs> How cool it be! He to climbed a, snake. a
0: beef gamo, made a loud eagle sound, and dived into a bale of hay. <laughs> 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 and, and and tasks and things to do were unlocked all about the all about the stage. Uh, there's a very good video I saw on the internet once of uh, a GoPro. Well, it wasn't of a GoPro; it was from a GoPro that had been put on a dog's head. <laughs> that um, was then like I don't know was then made aware that it was a, a small runaway from the ocean that it very much wanted to jump into, and that was like one of the best things I've um, ever seen because that's joyful because not only because just simply is the movement of a dog joyous everyone looks happy when they see a dog <laughs> so it's this constant like the dog's head goes up towards the faces it's passing and everyone's like a dog <laughs> and just doing and then and then jumps into the sea and seems very happy that's what I would want. Mm. I want uh, a VR simulation of just everyone being happy to see me or a be (laughs) like
2: Siri good
0: next is Robert who writes "Uh, dear Crate and Crowbar I was driving home through heavy fog and had to use the sat nav to find my turning as I literally couldn't see the other side of the road this is like using a mini map my brain thought shortly before this is dangerous (laughs) Are there any aspects of everyday life, um, everyday game life, you can think of that are horrifying in the real world? I also have a grudge to invoke against Chris. After last week's episode, I googled Star Wars, Big Luke, and completely wasted 45 minutes reading wikis. The grudge lasts until I get my evening back, Chris. Keep casting those pods. Robert, still lost in a fog bank. We, <laughs> we gave you an evening back last week because we failed to do a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so still we're Where's even. your evening. I think... um Isn't everything uh, in games are fundamentally
1: horrifying?
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, like, seriously, if I ever actually, like, if I pushed a shelf in real life and it knocked Chris's you out, and I was just...
1: <laughs> <laughs> Stopped
2: existing.
0: Yeah, exactly. That would be awful. Uh
2: If you want to see... So the idea of using your sat-nav to navigate when you can't see is a central plot point in Bird Box, the Netflix movie hmm. that you can watch on Netflix if you have that. And... Uh, that's about it. Don't have anything more to say about it. <laughs> I don't have strong enough feelings, positive or negative, about Roblox to really, uh, advise you. It's, I broadly liked it, but it has some fucking dumb shit in it.
0: <laughs> That's also how I felt about, um, the one where you can't make sounds.
1: I'm uh, getting quite totally mixed up between the two. They they they're
0: very similar. Right. Mm-hmm. I can't make sure someone does the smell version of that. Yeah. Part. Yeah.
1: Don't make a smell, otherwise the monsters will get you. Oh shit. Let's not put Alex in charge of the title. Don't do a smell.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Sandra Bullock. (laughs) She would do it as well. Part of the, "Mm, what does that taste like? Quadrilogy.
2: (laughs) Some of the (laughs) (laughs) senses.no.cool.
3: (laughs) <laughs> oh wow uh,
0: <sighs> uh yeah hang on which one are we missing touch touch,
3: touch. yeah
2: Don't <laughs> the i mean, there's a million films called like Nam or some variation of that yeah yeah
0: cover yourself in mittens <laughs> <laughs> uh what was the question it, i i i'm the person who says i that. think we did it it was um it was what aspects of things you do every all the time in games that are actually really dangerous in real life. So I don't think it was specifically, like, you know, game mechanics that are scary in real life so much as, like, in games you drive a car using the minimap all the time, but in real life mm. that's how you're done, do, get an accident. Driving into trees
2: with a car. <laughs> and games, and this has been a journey games have gone on because in the early days driving of Driving into vehicles, things to pick them up. <laughs> <laughs> in the early days of vehicles in games, driving into... Any obstacle of any kind would 100% stop your car immediately and often cause it serious damage. And mm-hmm. over the years that game designers realized, oh, players fucking hate that. And so now in like Far Cry, if the tree is not a fucking oak that's been there 400 years, then you just annihilate it from like, doesn't even slow you down. Yeah. Even if you're on a motorbike, it just like cripples in your path and you just blow straight through it. Running really fast downhill. <laughs> that is dangerous in Skyrim. Running down the stairs. <laughs>
1: actually yeah it's take a lot really of fall damage going down slow. even yeah. quite a gentle slope yeah. Like. yeah it's one of but the most so, dangerous things to do in all of the I game I think
0: it often gives Skyrim a slightly dreamlike feel. <laughs> <laughs> you know Elijah <laughs> Wood is there keep breaking her legs all the way down the hill yeah but you know like do you ever have that dream where you're running down a hill and then you lose control and you just keep falling forever nope that's just me <laughs> no. then he turns into an eagle um.
3: cool <laughs> I
2: just dream about being a snake all the time <laughs> But what does it feel like? Let me feel it. I am numb because you're not allowed to feel anything in this movie.
0: <laughs> but snakes um taste the air, don't they, in order to... Uh, they do lick the air. I didn't yeah. know why. <laughs> no, that makes a lot of sense. They're just going bleh at you. You'll never know what this feels like, Tom. <laughs> Off they go. Do you tongue the air at me, sir? <laughs> uh, yeah. What? Monkey rights. Moonkey Moonkey Hmm Right <laughs> How can this possibly be spelt That it's Um Uh Crate and crew are Like the skull emblazoned pocket watch In Return of the Obra Dinn. If you could own a pocket watch Tuned to an event Other than death What would it be And what would the symbol On the casing be For example You see the scattered remains Of an entire uneaten box Of chicken wings On the floor You pull out your pocket watch With a drumstick Stamped on it And flip it open <laughs> You hear suspenseful strings, followed by a buckle, <laughs> and are transported to a scene of a young man coming back from an afternoon at a climbing wall for the first time ever, deciding that he's worked hard <laughs> enough to deserve a treat, but his overworked knees buckle and he spills his meal extremely awkwardly. <laughs> this may or may not have happened to me. <laughs> that's from Moonkey. Um, I almost wish John Roberts was here because it, it sounds like a scene <laughs> like he also goes climbing. So, <laughs> uh, and notoriously can't control his chicken. Yeah. I don't know about the chicken well, aspect, like it, but it's, maybe because I hands it you so
1: much. You get very tired um, hands and you pick up the chicken. He breathing. likes his protein. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, I do have one.
2: Um, every time I see, every time a company announces its logo rebranding, mm. I want mm. to know what, how, the, what was the room like when you came up with this idea? <laughs> Did anybody object? Cause I want, so my, my watch, I think would have the Oculus logo on the outside, which is just a fucking oval and they made such a Huge deal of this fucking oval. We can't like for our oval shaped device. We've just come out with a new logo. It's taken us a, several millions of dollars of research, but we thought maybe just a fucking oval. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Actually, that's a, uh, man, that's a really good idea. Like, I'd love to be able to point my pocket watch at any advert in order to see like the graphic designer's desktop. <laughs> <I> guess, yeah, <laughs> I just realised. I guess it would be like and it would be a picture of like a. Pho- it would be just a Photoshop like I you know like um a Photoshop document icon. And it would just be like final underscore final underscore final underscore final three dot PSD. And that that would be the icon on the pocket watch. (laughs) And and then it would, then it would, the noise it would make would be the sound any human makes when they load Adobe Bridge by accident. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, for fuck's sake.
2: No, I don't update it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh
0: oh that shit! No, <laughs> oh, I don't want to update.
3: Fine.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> i would like to see the final email they received from the client before.
1: Yeah, like, yeah, that'll do, or something very or passive like, aggressive.
0: We we feel like this doesn't emphasize the lime enough. <laughs> <laughs> Could it pop more? Mm. Hmm. Is there any way we can incorporate the cloud into this? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I th- uh, anything else for any more on this one? Nope, nope. Mm. Henrik, my voice is going. Sorry, back in a second. Ah, feel better now, thank you. <laughs> good, good old whiskey. <laughs> Henrik writes, "Hello, Mister Crate and the Bars. I have a question that has been nagging me." Why can't you use two mice on the same computer? (laughs) And by by that I mean, why can't you connect another mouse to a computer and get a second cursor? Wouldn't that be great to play like a dual-wheeled game with pedals for forwards and backwards? Or just a (laughs) co-op or or competitive game with each player controlling a mouse pointer? Imagine putting on a VR headset and using a mouse in each hand to control the VR game. (laughs) Why isn't this a feature? (laughs) You yeah. can have many different controllers connected at the same time without a problem, so why not two mice with two mouse pointers? Thanks for the great podding, Henrik. That's Look, really we've all question.
2: dreamed of the two mice setup, <laughs> but like Icarus, we
1: cannot <laughs> afford to fly too close to the sun, lest
2: we lose ourselves completely in the wonders of PC gaming.
1: <laughs> Did not Einstein show us what happens if the cursors clash? Did he? No. I think he died before mice. <laughs> He would have, though. I mean, it would have
0: been the first thing he got to. Yeah. Like, Wait I, a minute, guys. This is good so far, but don't you make two of them. <laughs> this is the great lie of it in some ways. Like, all you're doing when you're holding two VR controllers is holding two mice. Yeah. That is all you were doing. I, in the VR field, I definitely feel like this is, that
2: would be kind of obsolete because like two, you, like every VR thing already has two controllers and they move in, in three dimensions, not just two, and it's good.
0: <laughs> yeah. But they're basically pointers, right? Like that is Yeah.
2: And I I actually would love to be able to use my Vive controller as a cursor just without putting on a fucking headset. Like I just want to point it at my screen because it's a really nice intuitive thing and I get RSI from using mice and it's not bound to a desk.
1: We thought about using that um that sensor thing that kind of d- 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 can the, sense the, the, your te- the hand shapes. Yeah. Oh, so magic leap. No, it's out. It's been it's out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, isn't it cool, magic leap? <laughs> what <laughs> did you think he said no but but no the thing that I'm talking about is like is is available now but yeah. Magic Leap isn't right oh I thought Magic Leap was I thought oh, hang was. on oh am I getting confused is that the one that, that still isn't out and it's really expensive no but like real Magic top. Leap no it's quite reasonable actually yeah <laughs> Leap
0: maybe it is <laughs> practical next step I think I <laughs> yeah. small step for man Magic Leap for mankind why isn't that their slogan
1: <laughs> remember the fucking name if that was the case <laughs> I write, yeah. <laughs> anyway, anyway, did you did be have right yeah
0: I hardly know her. <laughs> what uh, yeah it's out I think mm. have you <laughs> Not <laughs> you no why not
2: because
0: uh, it's not out <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't know if it is out but I've never tried one. Um <laughs> no I, I think I think Henry Reyes is a real point this should just yeah. work you should just be able to yeah. this is another reason why windows not dot cool <laughs> There's no reason this shouldn't work and no use for it. <laughs> well,
2: because um, um, OS designers, like, you answered your own question. <laughs>
0: Mr. Wendell writes, I moved to a heavily urban area 10 years ago and a recent trip to the countryside made me super happy. I realized that my gaming taste shifted when I did. I've enjoyed less urban cyberpunk, more wilderness survival. I've dropped gray fallout for the green Elder Scrolls, this was perhaps an unconscious attempt to get some digital replacement for what was lacking in my real life. What game setting do you prefer? And what does that say about you or the place that you live? Cheers, Mr. Wendell. P.S. Yes, I do realise that sitting in front of a monitor to get a nature fix is probably the most urban cyberpunk thing gaming gets. Well, I spend a lot of my life sitting right next to a window. (laughs)
1: So... (laughs) I like to play games where I'm trapped in a room with no windows at all.
0: No, I'm saying I like to break them. (laughs) I love games set in space. And I live on Earth. (laughs) Um, uh, You know, in Bath. Um, Like, I suppose... I don't think there's a... I mean, I spend a lot of time playing games set in sort of medieval, you know, fantasy Hmm. universes... Um, so that's quite like Bath, to be honest. Pretty much. There aren't very many Jane Austen games. Well, just Regency Solitaire. Regen- yeah. Solitaire. <laughs> there is Regency Solitaire. But yeah, but the I mean, it's not, not an enormous amount. Hey,
2: are we doing the game combination question? Cause I just thought of one.
0: <laughs> sure. What? Hang on. Let is me Is that check. still to come? Yes. Okay, good.
2: <laughs> just, it's in the Thanks, RAM Tom. now.
0: What's going on? <laughs> Let's go on to that question. Okay. Alex, is nothing you want to reflect on about where you live and why? No. Okay. (laughs) Paul. Lovely Paul. Um, And that sounds weird if you don't know that I know him. Lovely Paul.
1: (laughs) Why does he get so... (laughs) Pulled out. Pulled out. (laughs) My dad's name is Paul. How dare you?
3: (laughs) Wait, what? What did I say?
0: Um... Right. Oh, let's just do over this bit. <laughs> it's too late for that, Alex. <laughs> By this bit, you mean the last 275 episodes. <laughs> uh Paul writes, Lord Zinch, the changer of ways, inexplicably implores you to combine two popular video games into one, provided you are able to produce a, produce a worthy pun. Not only must you name your chosen hybrid, you must extol its virtues. Why is this the best video game ever? What delicious mechanical crossbreed has your... Warp Adult Mind created, and why is it the next big thing? For my crimes, I have chosen Devil McCry Rally. <laughs> <laughs> That's very good. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> a fast-paced fighting game in which you play as a plucky Ford Focus. Out for revenge against hell-born enemies. Also, Diablo 2 Rock, a loot based hack hack-and-slash set in the Cretaceous period. There's a cerebral bore slash lore joke in there somewhere, but I can't find it. <laughs> Show me what you got, mortals. Fangs are glistening. Paul. Okay, the one I just thought of was Halo Reach and See Solitaire.
2: (laughs) (laughs) The Jane Austen Museum in Bath has been taken over by the flood and you have to space drop in to (laughs) to retake it.
0: While also playing Solitaire? (laughs) Yeah, sure. (laughs) On the way down, it's a long trip,
2: so you just play Solitaire on the way
1: down. That's extremely good. That is very good. I've got nothing.
0: Yeah, I basically got nothing either. Like, I really hoped, because uh, this is a good question and, and an excellent pun, and I really hoped that by the time we got back around to it in the order, I would have thought of something. But <laughs> what happened is an hour of <laughs> impenetrable nonsense. And now I'm looking around my room
2: you for are, games. I was looking at some board <laughs> games. Oh, I will say, if you're uh, asking us a question that, that requires a lot of like work and thinking on our part, uh, you can do it, but you have to come up with a really good one
0: yourself. And Paul did that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Indeed. Because, holy shit, I've got nothing at all. <laughs> nothing at all. I'm looking over there. There's a bunch of games that are probably going to go in a bin or a charity shop. The there's nothing.
1: Seasons, there's anything in that.
0: <laughs> Mark writes. <laughs> Mark writes. Quite some time ago, Alice in Wonderland was made into a game in its original warped glory. What children's tale or TV series would you most like to see made into a game? Postman Pat trying to take on the mail, deliver the mail even, in a zombie apocalypse? An omzy take on Thomas the Tank Engine where you have to take the vehicle's feelings into account? <laughs> Regards, <laughs> Mark. I'd like to pitch sort of a, a kind of witchery or skyrim take on Winnie the Pooh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. Where, like loose
0: items or an empty jar on a balloon. Yeah, you're just solving <laughs> minor problems in the, okay in the woods, uh, you know, with your animal friends and yeah. you're in sort of like slight peril, but not really. That'd be really genuinely quite nice. Also, uh, while we're in the habit of suggesting better protagonists for GTA, Paddington Bear. Mm, Much better be protagonist to both GTA protagonists. Urban setting, of course. Urban setting. Outsider in a new urban environment exploring mm. it for the first time. Yeah, it sets it up nicely. Um, Remarkably sort of, um, providential luck tends to get into scrapes, but always gets out of them again.
1: You know what I mean? <laughs> mm. I think Everything, Paddington is the perfect
0: GTA protector
1: Yeah, we get some nice cutscenes going with him going in a bath down some stairs. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah that out of a crack den or something. You know what I
1: mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh, furniture shop. <laughs> <laughs> crack den. One, One of the two Paddington. <laughs> screams of rock star. shots spinning after <laughs> <off> balusters. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I was thinking um <laughs> I was thinking uh uh Children of the Stones or some of those really weird atmospheric nineteen seventies children's dramas where they were incredibly creepy and they would make for a good Silent Hill kind of games. A very like wandering around Moorlands in the twilight, that kind of game. Oh yeah. Mm. 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 Classic children's stuff. Yeah, that's yeah, what I'm right. saying. yeah.
2: I won't claim it would be a good game, but if there was a game of Humpty Dumpty, then Nero's egg slicing arm would come in handy. <laughs> what is it with you? It's <laughs> just a natural have, like, use. <laughs>
0: you made that up. <laughs> sure, that's why you should have it. because in case there's a Humpty Dumpty game, he starts. So, and he has to murder Humpty Dumpty. <laughs> yes. Humpty Dumpty would be the boss, obviously. Right, yeah. And all the king's horses and all the king's
1: <laughs> minions. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's my player game and yeah, like other like Royale. the others are all of Yeah, Kings horses One hundred Kings horses. King's
2: horses. <laughs> 50 Kings Sources and 50 Kings
0: <laughs> Humpty Dumpty Royale. Eggs <laughs> Royale. Starts with me. Eggs
1: Royale. Oh, beautiful oh, boy. That's what you get when you win. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> What made out of you? Hang on, no, you're the, no, the king's... You're people. trying to become
0: Humpty Dumpty? I don't understand where we're going with By right?
2: slicing Humpty Dumpty into, uh, like, seven equal slices.
1: And then you've got to ho- find the slices across all the kingdoms? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> you're the game designer here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure.
2: Have I not done enough? I brought you the egg slicer
1: robo-arm, the Humpty Dumpty game. This is Tom at work as Suspicious Elements. He sort of says... I want a new game, and we want a new game under my name. A new game, and they sort of like, Sir. so what, what should we make? I don't know. Smash through the window? Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Smashing through a window was yesterday. Egg slicer now. Egg
1: slices now. <laughs> this is you're, part of my new trilogy. If you're unsure what a character's right
2: arm should do, come to me. <laughs> Otherwise, I don't want to hear it. <laughs>
0: oh boy and that is the um all of the uh you'll be pleased to note that this is
1: the, as much as we'll do
2: so all the eggs there are to slice tonight
0: <laughs> if you would like to bring about another hour of borderline unlistable <laughs> um uh conversations about eggs you can do so <laughs> by emailing literally anything
1: <laughs> to questions at <laughs> grem- but, not com. <laughs> <laughs> but not that but uh,
0: not that I mean at this point are we in any position to tell people how not That's to use cool. their time
1: <laughs> um, we really <laughs> have
0: answered the oh, real question now, though. yeah um, and thank you uh, to everyone who backs us on patreon <laughs> so genuinely <laughs> you've you've made this possible <laughs>
2: <laughs> for better or worse this That's is what happens. Uh,
0: we have a lovely discord community you find details about our discord in either in the show notes of this episode or on our website at the top bar there's a link to the discord channel and a youtube channel where we upload these episodes so you've listened to this now so there's no point but it does exist <laughs> uh, it's, it's great and crowbar.com forward slash no it isn't it's youtube.com forward slash and crowbar if you would like to send us... Shit, I've started the outro again for no reason. <laughs> Come on, why are not we sent one yet? <laughs> if you'd like to know Tom Francis' home address... <laughs> You'll find it listed on his website. No, on the <laughs> I should stress that even if you do manage to dig that out, that would not be my current address. <laughs> Good clarification. If you'd like to find Tom Francis' internet home... <laughs> Uh, uh that's pentadac.com i guess so uh, but well, also, it was,
1: it's gonna be defenestration.call isn't it
2: maybe <laughs> windows.not.call <laughs> the problem hours. i think windows.not.call i might need to own the not.call domain right isn't isn't that how subdomains work like the the oh, last okay. bit before the domain yeah. extension is the thing you need to
0: own yeah. i think yeah. not.call re- probably is taken you could do windows not or on word.com yeah, yeah. true yeah but it would be better if You now have
2: to. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Uh But the, I don't currently have that So I don't go there yet uh, But I'm Pentadact on Twitter If that's helpful
0: <laughs> That's what we usually ask, right? Alex, where's your Where, oh, where my do you internet? find your Edgy team? Internet domicile
1: uh, Rotational.co.uk That's Ooh, true as well, isn't it's it? Genuinely true We've yeah. all got
2: blogs Because it's Hypnospace Outlaw For <laughs> yeah. <every> a week <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's the 90s still
0: I don't have a blog I've got an Instagram where I put pictures of Warhammer during the 1990s Chris I did like Dwarf Fortress <laughs> <laughs> wow what an outro full of callbacks really? yeah. Yeah, very good. good job everyone neat I suppose that's it isn't it then yeah oh
1: well, yeah. well so long <laughs> oh well as I there's new cycle. <laughs> oh well
3: oh well oh well there it is <laughs>
2: sorry that'll do
0: <laughs> do you guys also feel that we can't stop until we actually do the proper thing?
2: Perhaps. Yeah.
3: Thanks, Thanks for listening everybody. everybody. <laughs>